Coach. Yep. How you feeling? Doing all right. Doing all right. <laughs> what you what you doing today? Probably not much. I've been my daughter's actually up in New Haven, Connecticut, so she's gonna go be in the front of that storm, so I'm hoping everything goes okay. Uh what was it is it a hurricane or what what is uh, it's down to like a tropical storm, low grade. Oh, okay. Not bad. And she She'll just started okay. college, right? Yeah, just took her there this week, yeah. Where is she going again? Uh, University of New Haven. Okay, okay. Yeah, so been waiting that out. So, is that only child? What's that? Is that your only kid? No, I got a son. He was a junior at the school. That's cool. Oh, okay. He's a volleyball player. Yeah. Oh wow! Is he? Uh, is he wanting to play pro? or Is he just gonna stop after college? Uh. He's uh he's he's at my school. He's only a junior. He's in high school. He wants oh, to go to okay, okay. He wants to go like Syracuse. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so we'll see. He likes to hang out at the beach too much. <laughs> maybe we'll get maybe we'll get into beach volleyball, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. So that's about it. How about you? Do you do you work on Sundays at all? Nah, you, so usually I, I was working, not working Thursdays and Sundays, but now that like school starts, there's less, like a lot of kids can't come to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday action. So now I usually just do Monday through Saturday now. Um, but Saturday, I only work from nine to three. So it's not that bad. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I guess I used to, used to do, do all that too, then kind of like uh, got it down to, more of a science now at the at the school with well luckily my my guy well what I used to find out with a lot of guys a lot of guys with uh football is you know the big thing was come in and lift watch film and do all that after a mm-hmm. game and um I found out a lot of guys that I'm you know talked to in college and all like they started just coming in and kind of like watching film and doing like you know like rehab stuff like getting in ice waters and stuff but it really wasn't much lifting because just the attitude's not there after, you know, killing yourself in the game. Right. So, um, so that's how my coach is. He's, a, you know, the coach I have, I was like, you, you good with not, uh, I said, I think it's pointless coming in, you know, right. training or whatever. And he's just like, yeah. And, and so actually sometimes he doesn't even come in after games. Uh, he's not big into that either. Even coming in and doing films, he waits to like Monday and splits the groups up and stuff like that. So mm. that kind of was like a, a match made in heaven. So, yeah, I don't have any um, – I don't really have many football guys because most of them go away during their seasons because, um, you know, like I work out of, of a sports facility, not no, the actual high school, so I have, I don't have control over the shit they do. And, you know, it would be different. If they if they had you at, a, at, their, at their schools, they wouldn't even need to come to me because they would stay there. But they're bad, but because their parents will let them do anything extra, they basically don't see me till after the season. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. We got some guy. We got some guys that go to like do like some kind. You know, they'll go and do. Uh, they'll go and do extra extra things like in the off season or, or stuff like that. Like at a at a training place where they they do more running. There's a place by here they do like they actually simulate plays and stuff like that. My yeah. coach don't really like it because um, a lot of the enemy goes there and. <laughs> And um, 
and they kind of who whoever kind of wins the championship, sort of say, like they kind of they kind of like stand behind them. So mm-hmm. we actually lost to the when we lost last year in the in the last last second. The the team we lost to is a big supporter of the place where some of our kids went and kind of uh um they weren't going there this year. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it, it all it also depend you know it also depends. Like I know I know so many people, man, and when I hear they're going this place and I go, You gotta be kidding me. Like I because <laughs> I, I kinda like start to know who the person is and I'm like, What do you do there, man? And like I'll ask and you know, oh we get ladders out and stuff like that. Oh jeez. The same old story, a place with like birthday party, you know, if you ever read something, <laughs> I just go off and, you know, and some people I know will hit me up on it. Yo, were you talking about me? And I'm like, I don't know, man. You got to figure that out. <laughs> what are you talking about me? Yes, I was. Yes. <laughs> if you had to ask, then that means it's yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Yeah. If you're thinking, yeah. So, you know, um, I'm pretty outspoken most hated person down here at the shore because uh mm-hmm. um i mean i put my money where my mouth is and practice what i preach and and uh, a lot of people just hate that that uh they know they're hi- hiding behind smokes and mirrors mm-hmm. and then like i said when we play our play football our games and this and that and you know i usually put up a post afterwards and and uh, you know like man what's up with that guy down there as coach I'm like yo man beat him at his own game <laughs> and uh, <laughs> You know, he, he, he's passionate. He works his ass off for us here in, in the programs. And, you know, guy runs like a, you know, I, I bust my ass at the weight room. I mean, uh, you know, the, the new facility I got, I mean, I, I earned that through all the, you know, it's funny, man. I used to be in a place like about the size of Westside, uh, the first mm. Westside on Demarest. Oh, wow. Um, and I was doing what I'm doing now there. So all these people jumping on the ship, I'm like, where, where were you at when I was doing the same thing in the in the in the in the in the ice box? You know, <laughs> the storage below the, below the play stage. I was like, where was everybody wanting to come then? You know, um, so it's funny because I got a lot of the equipment still. You know, some of the equipment I brought over and and you know, people just laugh because dude, you had all this stuff underneath that stage. I was like, yeah, we did. <laughs> it's all about what you it ain't about it ain't about what it looks like it's about what's going on inside uh yeah so coach t- start off by telling everybody who you are what you do what your job is where you work and everything just so that just so they know okay so um my name is uh mark deppin i'm located in tom's river new jersey i'm at donovan catholic high school uh this would be my 22nd uh year there um, I am the head of strength and conditioning, like sports performance. Um, what that means is I usually uh, I take care of all the uh, sports. Main sports I usually take, uh, take care of is uh, football, boys and girls soccer, and the girls track team um, are probably my biggest uh, in wrestling. Um, we actually just got a new uh, coach uh, who's very, very on board. So um, he's real excited. And um, I'm also the head powerlifting coach, so I do all that mm-hmm. and run the weight room. I'm also have a powerlifting team, uh, so I'm the head powerlifting coach there. So I just put it all into one, and uh, that's a little challenging, but uh, I make it. I make it happen and, and get it done. So, yeah. so do you? Do you have a lot of kids that, like I know Jared. I know you know Jared from Explosive and Bert from Bert sports yeah. performance like in the off season they'll have their kids powerless 
do you have kids that only do powerlifting in high school or is it mostly your sport teams and then like maybe in the off season they do meets like how does it work yes i have i have kids that just a powerlifter so mm-hmm. like as of right now in the, wow, in that's the dope. all summer long um my powerlifting team comes and lifts and also now the let's say by football i got kids from all sports that are on powerlifting on their off season um so I have 29 kids on the Carlton team. Wow. That's why you were looking for an assistant. Well, I'm dying right now because of my meat company, you know, with my injury, too, that's going on. I'm not going to be able to rap or with stuff like that right now. Because uh, there's a big case of you meeting a thing kids who just powerless want to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know much about it. Topic here. I don't really know much about AAU. I was never involved with that, but they're to form a an alliance in New Jersey with some high schools that have powerlifting. So I mean, it's raw sort of thing. And my kids, some of my kids are raw, and some are in gear, um, depending on their uh, kind of their um, expertise and how well they are, uh, how strong they are. But uh, yeah, so my my I my team is combined of sports and just powerlifters. Um, mm. so like I said right now um, we had sports training throughout the summer, and plus my powerlifting team in, which right now consists of about eight kids and girls and boys. They, you know, like the softball girl I post, she's on powerlifting right now. She's done softball, she'll do powerlifting to the spring. If that answers your question, if that makes it. So the kids after football, they'll come join me for football. After football, they'll come join powerlifting, and some might do wrestling and like indoor track. But they can still be on powerlifting because I'm not a sanctioned sport. Right. So still training with me. And I got the class. Sherard, uh, I got the class. So if a kid says they want to go and do wrestling or they want to play lacrosse in the spring and they're a football player, they got to uh, get the class hmm. to be able to do that so they're not missing lifting. Wow. So when, uh, when you do, when they're in their offseason, they're doing powerlifting. Do they uh oh wait, sorry. Were you trying to I couldn't hear I couldn't hear. Yeah, no, yeah. I get in I, I start school about seven in the morning and it's all in the room, the classrooms, and after school lifting, I leave by six o'clock. Okay. So um uh, Yeah, so I, I was gonna ask like when they're doing their off season and they're doing the powerlifting, how much do you change when they're gearing up? you know, they're going to have a certain amount of meets or just that one meet during the off-season? Like, are you still having them jump and do a lot of their athletic stuff? Or is it like, all right, we're going to not do, like, four or five rep maxes. Like, we're really going to be doing more real one-rep maxes. Like, what is changing? Because, you know, like, they still got a season. Or do you like that they completely change? And it's kind of like how, like, Louie talked about doing, like, jujitsu in the off-season. Like, where it's like you completely do something different and it can actually benefit you during the season. Like, how do you do that? I usually my all uh, like the off season is usually just strictly all like lifting up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'll base uh, like a a lot of my kids are, are and a lot of my work is is basically football because it's such a big sport right. and a lot of kids. So my kids when they we get to the off season, I try to go to three meets a year. There's probably like I said, I'll probably go to a um, I'll go the a meet in the fall, winter, winterish, and one in the springish mm-hmm. type time. So mm-hmm. let's say we get done football, and you and you want me to tell you kind of how like how I set up uh, getting ready for that for that February meet, sort of say. 
is mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be all it's going to be all um, a template based on getting prepared for the meet. Um, okay. My templates are in, in the in the off season are a lot more volume. Mm-hmm. In the end season is a lot less volume, but um, I'm changing all the time, and that's what I always talk to Louie about. And and it's funny. Um, because I kind of learned that from Louie about if you ever heard him talk about getting stale, but a lot of people want to stick on the same thing for way too long and it gets stale. I'm always changing, you know, um, no matter we're going to the meet, I'm using different bars and a lot of people don't like that. They're like, Oh, well, well the kid be used to this bar or that bar. I'm sure you might hear that too. And I'm like, you know, we're still getting under the week and hitting what we need to do. Um, same thing with you know, going from floor press to boards to, to uh, regular bench press, to threes, to fives, to singles, using a cambered bar. I mean, my workouts consist of, of short. I have a, a workout, and it, let's say it's like 12 weeks. It probably has 50 or 60 different exercises on it. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, incorporate, uh, I, I got the overloading, you know, even some guys go, dude, I can't do the overload. You know, uh, put the, you know, um, you know, uh, the bands on top of the rack and do, you know, and I said, dude, I'm, I'm advanced. I'm my kid, my mm-hmm. kids with me. Uh, you know, they come with me for a long time. Especially my some of these kids, I get like seventh to eighth grade coming over to train with me. Damn, um, lucky bastard! <laughs> like, I got the freshman bench in three forty-five. <laughs> you know, he's been training, so he knows the west side. You know, the conjugate template. I mean, he's in. He's he's, he's going to be playing varsity. Um, so the, uh, so it's basically to answer your, kind of your question is it's, it's all about lifting in our off season. Mm-hmm. And I switch it up when we, when the coach starts to say, like, again, I'm basing it on, on, on football, man, I'm, uh, the football guys. And he'll say, yo, I want to start doing prowlers, the sleds and doing some like type of agility and like, uh, April or May when we start to get outside. Mm-hmm. So, but it kind of stays the same, Troy, because I that later on me, and I'll say, "Hey, coach, can also like dial it down a little bit because he's got a meet in like two weeks," and he's like, "Sure." Uh, wow, that's nice. You know, he's like, "Sure." So I'll say, "You know, he's he's going to be going in some wraps and squatting real heavy." You know, these last two weeks, and then he'll be like, "Yeah, that's fine, whatever." He knows the guy's going to be ready, and he trusts me, so that's kind of a great relationship we have. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of how my my. That's kind of how my off season, you know, is kind of uh, geared towards, you know, all the other athletes I might got, Gerard, or like, you know, let's say girls soccer and stuff like that. I mean, they're going, they're usually going to like, uh, they're going to winter winter track. And then their kind of soccer coach makes them go to spring track. A couple girls go over to lacrosse and, and that. So, I mean, a lot of my guys that I've probably got all the time are probably – are mainly like football and powerlifting guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got like a couple of our football guys. They do track, of course, but they're still lifting, man. They're still they're, – their big requirement on our football team is you, no matter what you do, you have to lift in the weight room with Coach Depp either in class or you're coming right after school before you go to your sport. And we had that relationship with all the other coaches there. They know like if he's a football guy, he's coming in the lift regardless of what else he's doing. Hmm. What do you have any basketball? 
Yeah, I got we got a we got a few bad. It's probably it's probably the most limited ones that a lot of kids do basketball, and then after the first year, they're like, I don't really feel like doing that no more. I'm gonna tell you what happens a lot, uh, a lot in the high school setting, at least for me, Sherard, is kids that really didn't lift anymore, that really didn't lift or whatever, and they start to get in and like it. So they start to they're lifting, and let's say like you know you said like basketball comes up or whatever, and a kid. Our, our D-back quarterback this year, who's a D1 recruit, was a basketball player. He's like, yeah, I'm not playing, man. I, I ain't trying to not lift. I said, well, you mm-hmm. can still lift. Nah, nah. It's not mm-hmm. the same. Like, I just I just don't feel like balling no more. So, and that's kind of with the powerlifting aspect of it, too. I get the kids who kind of like, yo, coach, I was thinking about doing that powerlifting thing. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it's not work, you know. And that and this is this is how it goes down and uh, – and, you know, and a lot of kids just don't, you know, you know, powerlifting, man, it's a cult sport. They really don't know about it. It's not out in the mainstream. And then, you know, it, my big thing is when they get to a meet, dude, they're just like hooked. When they get to a meet, it, <laughs> I mean, they're like, oh, man, I really like this. So, of course, then sometimes I become the bad guy at the schools. They're like, yo, so-and-so don't want to do hoops or so-and-so ain't playing lacrosse. <laughs> so-and-so goes through powerlifting. I'm like, I ain't <laughs> I said, you know me, man. You can do both because I'm not sanctioned, and I only go to so many meets. So mm-hmm. that's a big selling point is, you know, we have a couple of kids that, you know, my my girl almost made the Olympics, the thrower. Yeah, she, she was, wasn't gonna talk. Oh, you can't go do track. You got to just do pallets. I mean, girls are <laughs> hopeful. So her whole thing was she came and lifted, and then she went out and, and went out and threw like you know about a, after a 45 minute workout, and then all season she trained. I mean, right. It, you know, the best of both worlds for her. So, um, so really a kid, Sherrard can't really come up with that excuse. Like, well, coach said I got to lift, so I can't go play a sport. Uh, right. that you really can't say that where I'm at. Right. Um, it's kind of back on the, it's kind of back on the kid. So yeah, we have a handful of basketball guys though, but, uh, I, I got to tell, I don't know what it is. It's, it's usually like, you know, freshman year and, 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 you uh, and then they're like, yo, I'm not playing no more or, or <laughs> you know, so I think the I don't know what's up, you know, like I said, the really good or our quarterback uh he's our quarterback, our safety uh kid butler and uh he's a good basketball player and he's like, ah, I don't know, I don't know, and, you know, so you know, I right, look uh, involved in that who does like <clears throat> coaches especially me because you know i just leave it i just leave it up to the kids what they'd like to do after like football or if i have a pal or say hey coach i was going to do about doing you know lacrosse and i'm you know i don't say oh don't don't go do that so mm-hmm. um that's kind of how uh that's kind of how that works what um what do you get done since you like you said oh in like 45 minutes like you after you guys do your main lift how, what do you focus on, like, let's say after you're to squat day or a deadlift day or your dynamic day or your max up or bench? Like, how many accessories are you doing? And depending on what sport, what have you found to be the focus on? Like, you know, I, I've discovered, like, I listened to Louie and, and a few other guys, like, with my swimmers and baseball guys, they were like, triceps and lats and volleyball. And they were like, they'll watch the bench will go up and their power will go up. And I've been doing that. And it's like, that's pretty much all I had to do. So, like, what are you, what are you gonna focus on with your football guys versus your other guys on the accessory one? Probably, uh, uh, I I basically do a lot of mine. If you uh, back in the early teachings at at Westside of Louis was 
finding someone's weaknesses as you always know as you always know and what they're what they're weak on and building that up will build up the other lifts of you know your main lifts so uh my my templates um usually um are geared towards kind of like what you said like um volleyball guys are doing uh, my and my softball girls are doing a lot more back a lot more uh concentrating like a lot of work after they after they do their max effort exercise mm-hmm. um and also uh a lot of a lot of triceps and uh, very minimal uh well, at least for my pitcher girl like very minimal shoulder uh, crazy shoulder work maybe hitting like rear delts and things like and things like that but i try to keep her um not to be too muscle bound sort of say so um, then mainly my let's say, you know let's say my football guys um after max effort lifts i'm basically keeping it on doing uh some more chest work a lot of tries, a lot of back, a lot of shoulders. So just a just a, a template I can uh, tell you, Sherrod. Let's say um, I got I got it for off season and in season. So the tomorrow's lift is basically I got it right here in front of me. So for our for for our bigs, for our lineman, linebacker, and and um and D lineman tomorrow, Sherrod. When we when we go in tomorrow, we're gonna do uh we're gonna do three board. We're gonna do a three board three rep max. So we're gonna warm up, and after afterwards with that, we're gonna do fat bar lat pull downs, followed by some um, dumbbell rolling tricep extensions, and then end it with some rear delts. That's gonna be like tomorrow's workout for the bigs of the football. The skill guys will come in afterwards. The skill guys have got speed bench tomorrow, so they're gonna work on. They're just gonna work on straight weight uh, speed bench, followed by some inverted like punch style dumbbell uh, flat bench dumbbells. Followed by some rope pushdowns, and they're going to end up with doing the T-bar row. Mm. So, um, just a little different variety, a, a different athlete um, that I kind of uh, set the templates up. It's a little bit different. Um, really, no bands or chains in my in, in my end seasons. Um, I felt to really beat the actually the article on this for uh, for a magazine uh, here a, long, a while back. I just feel like it kind of beats the athlete down a little too much during the end season to be using bands and using chains. Mm. So the uh, that that's kind of like my uh, I guess my how I go off my uh, templates uh, basically by sport or by by football. Um, football guys I guess are a little bit different than maybe from my volleyball guy, but. Very similar, Shore, because strength is strength. Like my son, he trains just like the he trains. My son does the same workout as my linebacker does in the off season. Um, he hangs there right with him, and uh, my son in all state this year for his first year in volleyball. Um, oh, really? Okay. And so I mean, he 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 was strong, and he's able to you know. It, it's strength is strength is what you know it's it's what sport you're going to go to and and um and do i mean like my my softball girl i got a lot of criticism when she joined powerlifting mm-hmm. and she me put a lot of stuff out on instagram about it so it's funny even like her head coach and her pitching coach were like ah, i don't know about this and that so um i didn't really switch anything up whether she was doing a you know speed day a, a max effort day all that kind of stuff just like a regular west side conjugate uh template and um, her strength was going up. She was getting more explosive. Well, she was throwing the ball maybe uh, after 
she first went back to pitching after a little bit of off-season training with me. She was like 10, 15 miles an hour on the ball. And they were what? like, <laughs> they were like, shit. And, <laughs> that, and then she started like just kind of looking more like as a bigger, her legs were bigger. And they're like, man, you're really getting like boom. And she on on hitting the bat. And the coach was like, I guess keep doing what you're doing. And <laughs> she was all American this year. And her sister is is right behind her. I mean, I got I got her sister right now. It's gonna be a freshman, and her sister just put up like 135 pounds on the bench. She weighs 105. So um, now, like everybody wants to. It's funny because now it's like, hey, so and so wants to come over now. I'm like, whoa! I thought she went to go train with uh so and so up at what you call it. If she's doing so well, then you <laughs> she should be there. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, you know, so. I guess I'm like old school, like Louie, man, like whatever, you know, strength is strength. And, and, you know, you're going to, you know, I know you got to dial down some things on certain sports, but I mean, I kind of do. And I guess I'm a little bit different, Sean. I don't like, if you saw our, our, our kid Bivens, man, I mean, he was lifting hardcore up to like state finals and, and not running like a 10, five, one, a hundred and took first. Damn. And, uh, and took first, and he lifted like the day before, like we did like box squats, like heavy, like almost a day before the meet. And it is, and everybody's like, "Yo, you was lifting." He's like, "Yo, I trust my guy, man. Like my explosive." <laughs> so <laughs> fast, and didn't mean anything. But I mean, which is training up. You know, I really didn't switch him up too much, being a track guy. Um, you know, a little bit like less volume in in the, in the um. In the off in the end season, of course, but like his off season, I mean, he he was, I mean, he was uh, he got strong as hell. He's dying. He, he had, uh, he's hating life right now. He's he's going off to Rutgers University for uh, for track. And the other day, he came to our football scrimmage. He said, "Yo, coach, my shit's getting weak, man. I I, I got to get thing." <laughs> and I said, "I'm gonna tell you right now, and nothing like you did with me, at Rutgers. When you get there, my friend, I'm sorry, hmm. but it's not gonna be." And I find, and uh, you know, I've talked over several people that I find crazy, man. That I could send a kid out of here benching like three fifteen and come home benching two seventy five. Yeah, he's like, oh, I, I can't, I can't wrap my like the girl out of UCLA who just missed the uh, making the Olympic. Um, she came home. We were just talking about. It. So, what do you think the big difference was? She goes, "You," and I said, <laughs> "What? We don't do none of this out there." And I said, it's crazy, right? And she goes, no, it's it's disheartening. He's like, I, I was way stronger in high school. She goes, Depp, I'm benching like 155 now. She be- she left me benching 275. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like I, I there, and I just, and I just, you know, and uh, I just don't, uh, you know, and I know some colleges are different. I actually talked to, uh, you know, some, you know, I've, you know, talked to uh, Donnie and some guys about it. You know, yeah. Listen, know in college the demand is a lot different where i got a lot more leeway for some guys to get stronger because they're not going to spring ball and doing all this crazy stuff and whatever but i mean but i mean dude when i when i look at some programs Gerard, and i know that i have kids that can outlift your kids and they're maybe like and they're high school kids you need to probably change something up <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're in college at, at, a, at, a, at a, a top tier school and I look in, in your D backs doing like 195 for three reps. And, you know, hmm. I mean, I, I, 
you know, and I just that, that's why you see me put my stuff out, man. Like that's why I'm I'm just outspoken because it's you know <clears throat> been in this game a long time, and people you know people just try to invent the invent the wheel, and make their own stuff up, and uh, you know that's what's great about finally getting in the place that I'm at with the athletes that I got at my school because, I mean for for what it was before this football took off, man, it was really like powerlifting. And, like, girls' track were, like, my big thing at, just, at the high school. I mean, kids wouldn't play football. They would just do powerlifting because they didn't like the, <laughs> the coach. They didn't like they didn't get to train with me. We, I, used to, well, I worked at another high school for about six years, which is funny. And we used to beat my high school, like, 85 nothing in a game. <laughs> so, of course, that didn't go over well with the school. But it is, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I'd go to a powerlifting meet and a kid would like, you know, let's say a kid would like squat a decent amount, like say a 405 squat at like 181 pounds. And they <clears throat> God, like people would meet like, man, your football team must be amazing. I'd look over at them and go, I don't train them. And they go, what? I'd <laughs> 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 be like, yeah, I don't train them. I was like, I just train like mainly the girl sports. And they're like, that's crazy. They're like, what's that thinking? I go, well, they're 0-10, so I don't know <laughs> what he's but, yeah, but the the lifting would hurt them. That's yeah, it wouldn't help them with that 0 and 10 record. <laughs> that's uh, like a, that's when the coach came in here, and uh, you know, we sat down, and <laughs> he goes, "What can you do for the team?" Because I heard great things about you, but I, you need to sell me. And uh, I always tell people this story. I, I was we we met in the um, teachers' lounge, which is a like a big a big classroom converter with a little bit like a little bit of a kitchen in it and everything. So on every wall, I had a different workout and template. And then I had a, a exercise for football, like let's, let's say Cambridge bar, but everything you could do for upper body, lower body in a different way. I had on, a, on this, um, on this big poster board. So mm-hmm. in a nutshell, I had about 500 pieces of paper on the wall. So when he walked in, he's like, what is this? And I went, you want me to tell you what I could do for you? And he went, dude, you ain't got to talk no more. Let's go grab breakfast. He let's sure. looked at walked away and um he just said I, and he just said hey can i trust you and i was like i'll be the most loyal person you know and uh it's the history it, you know it's been history since uh you know he lets me do whatever i want to do i can it's been a great relationship great coaching staff and yo coach i want to lift uh i want to lift the day before the game day before the game is that a good thing to do i go well we won every game since we've done it, so we might as well keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had this big thing. I like to bring the lime at the bigs in and do speed with them, speed bench and some uh, some like close grip incline uh, the day before the games. And uh, you know, it's funny people go, "You really do that, man?" I go, "I go, dude. I think I, I, it's just something that I, I like to do, and it's movement, and it's movement for for those guys." And. Uh, Day before the get day of games, we're, we're stretching, we're, we're warming up, we're doing, you know, the whole team, we're doing, you know, they come by the weight room, grab band, they might get on the on the uh, the, the uh, leg curl with no weight on it and do some hamstring curls and stuff like that. And, you know, and then they, I believe in uh, movement, just moving and then laying around all day waiting for a game. Right. Moving, you know, just, you know, just moving around. That's um, and, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, another great year this year. So we, you know, I, I don't know if you saw my post, but 
you know, we, we went toe to toe with Don Bosco, which is a powerhouse here. And, um, you know, it wasn't much of a write up about it, is what's funny. But they beat a team the other night, and there was a huge write up. And I find that to be a little funny. So I'll probably. Well, um, how many big schools are there in New Jersey? Because I live, I'm from New York City. So we didn't really have no football. It was just basically basketball. So, like, what, how, how many big time schools are in New Jersey? Um, there's, uh, Northern Jersey, Northern Jersey, you got Northern Jersey, which is like the, uh, St. Peter's prep, the Don Bosco's, the Bergen Catholics. So they got some pretty big premier powerhouses that, you know, is the, is the focus point of where we'd like to be down at the mm-hmm. shore. You, you, you have, uh, you have a, a good, uh, a good dozen solid football teams at the shore. Southern Jersey got a good dozen football teams. So, I mean, it's really, really good football in New Jersey. Um, you know, uh, so we want to be where we want to – our school focus in our football program is to be where the schools that have been established for so long, like the, like I was saying, the St. Peter's Preps and the Bergen Catholics. I mean, that's kind of our focus point where we want to be. And we're, we're right there, man. And – uh and, and a lot of it has to do with the with the talent being brought in and the, and the, right. the reputation being put out, and uh, just the administration standing behind the thing. You know, we got new people. We have a bubble. We got a bubble last year, a practice bubble. I got you know, I got my ten thousand square foot weight room. And, you got um, ten thousand? Yeah, bro. You gotta like put that whole thing on your. We be seeing one corner. I be thinking you got a thousand or something. <laughs> Like Ten thousand? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Ten thousand rate room. Y'all got some money up there. Yeah. So <laughs> the uh, the um and the uh out well out back of my place is gonna be like a turf. Um, okay. That's gonna be getting done. They just uh then maybe they ran out of money. I don't know, but uh that's gonna be getting done. So I mean, it's a lot of uh, great. Uh, sticking behind what you know, yo, sports and sports sells, man. That's the bottom line. Yeah, you true. want you want people to come. I mean, you gotta have good programs, and and that you know, sports is what sells it. And um, you know, again, I you know, I've been through the, the it's it's funny, Shark, because I've been through the bad here where we would play a team and get beat seventy nothing, who now we're beating, and they go, well, it must be nice to recruit, and it must be nice. Ah. You guys got all these excuses now. It's funny. But when you play this for your homecoming game and put seven, and now you know now we play you and, and, and beat the shit out of you. Now now it's not so funny. <laughs> and, um, it's it's just been great day because I've lived the you know the bad and now I get to you know partake and live in the good. So and that's going to be a big thing in our wrestling program coming up. Uh, I mean the guys already brought in like six kids <laughs> that I used to wrestle with them and, and so. Uh, you know he's he's got Frankie Edgar that's going to be helping him out, and um, so I mean it's good. He's just gung ho about like the lifting and whatever. So that should be the next thing that like takes off. That you know, to me, to me, when I say like the takeoff part of it is like when we do well, and then the kids are you know giving their time in the weight room. I mean, and it shows out on the mat. That's just that's just enjoyment. Man. That's just the that's just you know. Just like the coach when the other when we played them that well with the Bosco, he goes, "Man, you could just tell the weight room is a world of difference, man." 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really coaching. He's just like, he goes, dude, he goes, you, you know, I, I'm trying to give you your props. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we're, they, they, they got two kids going to Alabama and they couldn't put their kids around. And he's just like, dude, we got, we got a, a 215 pound linebacker on an Alabama recruit and he's getting in our kid's ass. But if he's not lifting the way he is with you and getting strong, he can't hold his, he can't hold his own out there. And I mean, he was like seeing the 215 pound kid linebacker, like against this big 290 pound kid going to Alabama. He was like, dude, it was, it, it was just, he was able to hold his own cause of his, you know, in the weight room and, that's kind of the praise for me. I, I don't make a lot of money there like a lot of these guys do. But, uh, you know, I got to be there. I, back, I got to be at the school with my kids. They all came, you know, my kids come through, now my son. So, I mean, from K through 12, I've had my kids at the school with me. So, um, You think you're always yeah. going to stay high school or you ever go to college? I think I would always stay here. I probably had an opportunity years ago, but I mean, uh, the security man of, you know, a guy leaves and you got to leave too. I mean, I'm, right, I'm, yeah. I'm 51 years old now. I mean, dude, I'm, I just got a new weight room built and I mean, the administration bought, I, I like them a lot. Uh, the, you know, the people in charge are, are, are behind me 100%. I mean, you know, uh, no one's, no one really everyone trusts me and don't really question, you know, like the weight room I did is like, you know, it's a conjugate weight room. I mean, I got, I got three or four monoliths, <laughs> rack, benches, really? I mean, fat bells. I mean, they were like, where's the bikes at? And where's like the specialized <laughs> equipment? And, you know, I was where's like, the I don't ladders? where's the ladder? Area? <laughs> yeah. Fucking bullshit. And, and I go, I don't do that. And like, you know, what was good was a football coach, was behind, you know, was behind me and was like, this is a strength training facility. This isn't, you know, this isn't where you come and do it. This isn't an LA fitness. And, you know, I took some slack when the weight room, you know, got built and I put the stuff in it. Like I said, they were like a- asking where certain things were. And I was just like, what would be the point of that? And, you know, <laughs> and then it got, and it was good. Cause then it got flipped back to me. Like, well, you're the, you're the guy. So we trust you. And I was like, yeah, just trust the, you know, you know, trust what's going on here. I mean, uh, like I said, this is a – it'd be nice to have wood weight treadmills and all that if you want to buy me those. That's fine. But uh, they're about mm-hmm. $30. <laughs> um, so if you want to you want to get the stuff that I – yeah, there's things that I would take in here like that. But, um, you know, there are a lot of money in it. It was kind of a, a budgeted thing. So what are, uh, the special, what are the specialty equipment do you guys have? Um, so my, my weight room, my weight room, it consists of, um, monoliths, uh, inverse leg curls, reverse mm-hmm. hypers, belt squats, um, um, racks, collegiate racks, uh, collegiate benches, collegiate, like competition benches, mm-hmm. um, the big double, uh, I guess the double, the Double lap machines that are like connected, so you can do oh, the lap, row you know, on one do, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what we got on the other. Mm-hmm. So that I have a power runner, which is very rare. Um, what is the oh the one where you kind of lean for and then it yeah the one like, it, like isokinetic is it an isokinetic device? Is that no? It? It's it's it's, it's a, weight loaded on the back actually. Oh, it is weight loaded on the oh yeah yeah yeah. You can attach bands to it too, can't you? You could actually. It was you know who who did it was uh 
the guy, um, the Kent Johnston guy, when yeah. he was with Green Bay, and I was one of the first ones. I went out to I went out to Green Bay to his like little clinic thing, and actually brought back the the original Power Squatter and that. And um, oh, wow. a dude, I've been offered like ten grand for that power runner. Like you just <laughs> can't get those. You uh, really? Do you really like them? One of my boys, I, he bought them. He's like, yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like I liked it a lot. I like it a lot for my track for the track for like my right. running backs, like the track kids to put them on, um, to put them on, and then some single leg stuff you could do on it, like you know, like a kickbacks on it and stuff, right. in, a, in a nice motion without you know extending your leg out too far to to you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of it. I got T bar rows all over the place. I got fat bells. I got no dumbbells. All fat mm-hmm. bells. Two tiers of fat bells. With all bench, I got the down and body push press, okay. um, which I'm a big fan of. And um, then I got every bar you name I got. <laughs> I probably have two or three of every bar you can think of mm-hmm. um, for for upper and lower body. Uh, I got the platforms. I got the I got the specially made platforms from Elite with the band for the band attachments. Um. And like I said, after that, it would be, it would be every, every, um, every bar you could ever think of. I got, I got Mars bar. I got, I got, every, I got every bar that Elite and Louis ever made. How do you like the Mars bar? That's the only bar we don't have at my gym. I'm, I'm a fan of it. I'm, a, I'm a fan of it, especially for the the way, way it positions on your back for like my, uh, my linemen like it. Mm-hmm. Somewhat that they, they, they find it a little bit difficult, um, because it's a humbling. A humbling thing like you know oh i squat this and i well it might not be the same with the mars bar um right. you know it's something to get used to um yeah i'm a fan of it um it's a little bit pricey um so is it more than the the yoke yeah i i want to say i got mine i i want to say i got mine for like six something don't worry, my my boss is always ready to spend some money. So when we went to yeah, Westside, that's good. I would like, rec- I would definitely recommend it. I would definitely yeah. uh, I think you would like it a lot. Um, I would definitely recommend it. I liked it, and I, you know, that's the big thing in me, Troy. Where a lot of people that want to, um, you know, know about this or that, like something. Say Louis doing something new. Like I got to go there and see it. When people like, yeah. hey, you're gonna try this thing out, Louis doing. I will never try anything out until I'm there in person and doing it. And that's when I was there for the Mars bar. Um, when he first got the Mars bar and, and I was there. It was, I, I saw it, it in the corner. A couple years before COVID. Um, like when he had the inverse leg curl and he's got that new R19 thing. Woo, the MR19 blew me up. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah. So, get on here. I mean, funny story about me when I was there with that inverse leg curl. Dude, they, they had like just like like a plate and a twenty five on the side, and I was like, <laughs> "Dude, so this is this is a funny ass story." So I'm like sitting there, and Lou goes, "Well, goddamn, let's go, dude." I went down about a hundred miles an hour and face planted, <laughs> and came back up, and Lou just looked at me and said, "Well, goddamn, how weak is he?" And I said, Lou, "I said, are you crazy?" I said, I just saw some like a hundred on the side. You put a hundred uh, forty five and twenty five. Man, I got my mouth was bleeding. <laughs> oh, dude, I could tell you a million West Side stories when I was there. <laughs> it's crazy stuff. It, 
I mean, uh, that this loop put me through. I mean, that's why I was saying, man, it's just nothing like it when you're there. That's why I said you probably hit PRs when you're there and everything because you just – We only went on speed day, but I was like, bro, I could have maxed out. I felt amazing just being in, in the environment. Yeah, that's, it's, that's what makes it. That's, that's exactly what <laughs> – I've done shit there that I would never – I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I remember the one time I was – it was like it was. It was actually Dave Tate's like last last stand at Westside. I mean, uh, wow, okay. We went over, and we were doing uh, Bandit at uh, Yoke Bar. You know, the Yoke Bar is crazy at Westside. It's a little bit built different. Yeah. So, um, we were doing. We were going to do Yoke Bar Bandit box squats, and man, I'm putting briefs on, and I'm stretching, and I go, Yo, Dave, I got kind of a little groin problem going on, man. Are we going to go heavy? He goes. <laughs> You better get ready, man. He goes and lose. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I go, "Dude, I box. I probably do like five, five, five fifty with this bar, and you guys are gonna." And Lou wants me to go with you guys. I thought I was gonna go with like Amy Weisberger or something. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, man, it's like Wendler. It's like Wendler. Uh, oh shit! To, it was like uh, Joe Jester. It was like a bunch of dudes, man. Uh, like five of us. I, I think. Uh, I think J.L. Holdsworth was in it. Wow. <laughs> I'm like sitting there. And now I had a high school kid with me who was coming with me to train. <laughs> He's like, yo, coach, go get it. I'm like, what? Go get it. <laughs> Dude, we got to the third, we got to the third one. It was like three plates and with all the bands on. I couldn't even get it at the monolith. <laughs> I it up, like, oh, God damn, what are you doing? Look. <laughs> So now I'm angry at Lou. Like I'm like Lou. I think you set me up. He goes, "Well, goddamn." He goes, "Do they lift weights where you're from?" And then I finally, <laughs> I go down to the box, get planted. Jim Miller goes, "Get your ass out of here and go to fuck over there." <laughs> I'm like, I can't argue with the dude. I'm like, I'm about to hold on. Man, they went up six, seven plates, bro. <laughs> and he was laughing. He goes, yeah. He goes, you know, Louie wasn't gonna give me any mercy. I was like, I said, you know what? That was a PR on the last one, anyway. I'll tell you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's always. Who do they think are? Who do they think I am? Chuck Vogelpohl? The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell the story of my first time at Westside at, with the school I was with back then, and we went to go learn about it. And I, I walk in there like I'm. I was just out of college a little bit. I'm walking there with some badass, and I, I'm looking at these dudes like, "Yo, there's some fucking mammoths in here." And that, <laughs> Rob Fusner, Dave Tate. Oh my God. Fucking um that was back at the Demers place. And uh Chuck What was that place? Eight hundred, a thousand square feet, something like that? Dude, it was probably like eight hundred, bro. With a window. Ooh. You talk about that's a smell. small space for a lot of big motherfuckers in there. <laughs> he had everything, he had like one of everything in there. Like a bench, <laughs> two racks, a mono, gluten ham, reverse hyper, and then some dumbbells and like a lap pool down in that place. <laughs> and there was eight of us coaches that were in there at the same time. <sighs> Why so? It was come on, big football man. You get on here and pull this. It was a jump stretch platform with like two plates and a and a and a, and a super like a fat minivan. I don't know if they're a monster minivan. He might have been doubled over. And Amy pulling it like it was water, right? <laughs> Dude, I couldn't get it to my shins. Goes <laughs> well, God. Damn. <laughs> now, I didn't know Lou that. This is my first ever visit. Like, this dude. I was like, we'll go outside and fight. 
or, or this fucking guy. <laughs> so my butt, my buddy was like, "Yo, dude, this is not the coaches we were all with, you know, like, yo, this dude's the man, you know, he's helping us." So then Chuck was on, like, dude, Chuck might have done like a seven hundred pound, like, uh, um, good morning, dude. Oh he, my like, god, seven hundred pound, good morning. Luke talking about the back and everything, and, and Vogerpool's throwing people out the way, putting all these plates on. And I mean, Fusner, he's over there doing like uh, like rolling dumbbells, doing like 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so we took it all in, and that's that's how I became who I was. Uh, we stayed for like a week, and I go, fuck, I'm not going back. I'm staying another week in training. And really? I stayed that week, and then that was kind of like the history of it. And, um, and like I said, I got to be there. Like when people, you know, when people, I'm sure you hear it too. Oh, we're West Side. And you go there and they bounce off a board or they're doing board press and they're like West Side now. You know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> West Side. I, I went to a, a guy's college that uh, down and he's like, yeah, we're doing all West Side stuff. And dude, they did board press and they, or they had a reverse hyper. <laughs> it was like Olympic. <laughs> And I don't even know what they were doing for bench press. It was like a high volume bench press. And um, so I showed a guy like a template I had, you know, and I'm I'm showing him what he goes, ah, we, we can't, we couldn't do that here. He goes, that's why a lot of colleges don't do West Side stuff, man. We ain't got the time and whatever. I go, really? I go, I make the time. How do I do it? I said, I get it done. And nobody I think a lot of people are too out of shape or they don't want to take the time to know how to modify it. You just gotta read enough books or talk to enough people. And you learn that, how to do it. You gotta, you gotta lift, bro. You gotta do it. Yeah, and you gotta lift yourself okay. too. You can't be no bitch. <laughs> Train, and they never been under a bar. Right, right. I mean, it's crazy. So, I mean, a, a lot of them, you know, a lot of guys have not under the bar. And look, you don't got to be world class. You got to be this and that. But I mean, you got to practice what you preach and know. I mean, like the kids, I've been hurt a few times in the in the weight, like been hurt and, and bounced back. I mean, this is probably my hardest time bouncing back with this shoulder and bicep thing but uh i mean the kids are like yo coach crazy man he, he he tore like his tricep like two years ago he back benching like 400 again <laughs> and they lived it then they see it though you know what i mean they're like yeah you know and i i, I live with the kids like some of our kids that are good I'll, I'll jump in and train with them you know when it's a saturday or something like that but yeah. i don't get to, i don't never get in there like yo i'm gonna beat your ass and let me show you how it's done <laughs> i never get but superman shit so, you know, the kids, and I mean, they're probably, you see some of my kids, they don't lift me anyway. So, yeah, so, so we have some kids at ours that are like that play football, and I'm just starting out. So, the only thing I can do is out deadlift them. But some of these kids, they, you, you just see, like, especially the football ones, it's like, bro, they're already squatting five and six at 18. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, like, they're benching three and four. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty. It's it's pretty. Uh, it's crazy. It's, I mean, for me, I guess what's good is I get to see him through the years. Yeah. You know, when he come in as freshman, or you know, I get him like coming in out of eighth grade and freshman year, and then and then seeing where they're at. It, it's pretty cool to be able to uh, be a be a part of their success and this and that sort of thing. And uh, for your uh, speed day. Um, do you guys – how do you do it? Do you do, like, the 12 doubles? Have you switched to five sets of five? Um, uh, what's your percentage? What's your band percentage? All that. Yeah, I kind of switch it all. I kind of switch it all up. Sometimes I've been doing the five uh, five by five. 
Another day, another day I'll do, I probably keep it about, let's say, let's say I'm going to do, uh, let's say I'm going to do a three week wave of uh, regular uh, Gerard. So I'll go like a 10 by two, an eight by two, and then like a six by two. And I'll probably, ah, go, okay. I'll probably go like 55, 60, 65 in that range. I'll straight wave. put that percentage based on how strong the kid is. Okay. Um, and Louie talks about it because a lot of people go, well, 50% for a kid doing like a 250 pound squat. If you ever have Louis say, he's adjusted percentage on, on the strength of the kid. Yeah. Like on, on, on the like individual, like, you know. <laughs> bands, I keep bands is the same thing. I'll keep, you know, I'll, I'll have an average band for the guys who can squat fives and this and that. Somebody over fives, I'll put the strong band on. You know, I follow everything to a T of what, what it's always been. Not nobody, not going off the, uh, not going off the, uh, you know, into my own thing, like, okay, I'm going to do it this way or this way. I kind of always stuck to what it was that Louie talked about and did, and that's, uh, you know, 40% with the mini bands on the bench or something, you know, this and that, where some, you know, speed work is speed work, man. If you look around, some people ain't really doing speed work. <laughs> right. And then some people don't like it. Some people think it's bullshit or whatever. Well, I would at least say at my high school level, and Dave Tate had asked me this question a long time ago, do, do I find it? That it's useful. I said, I think it's huge. When I get that kid to move that bar, his weights always go up. So at least at this level, I mean, yeah, am I going to have am I going to have um, irregular strength through speed bench because I can help him get to that 800 he's trying to get? But I probably wouldn't touch that, <laughs> you know, that conversation. But as far as my kids in high school learning bar speed, and I can just see it in the warm up afterwards. Like once they start knowing bar speed, and I say, all right, let's hit this 95 for 10, and we're going to move up. They're doing 95 pounds for 10 quick as hell when they used to take like two minutes to do it. Right. Now, now it's like a <clears throat> feathers in their hand. Do you guys yeah. use tendo units or do you just go by eye? No, nah, never did the tendo unit thing. Yeah. Um, for me, I just know for me, <clears throat> you no know, bar speed and what it, you know. Well, you watch it long that's enough. Because <laughs> some of my box squad videos I put out. Donnie D and some guys like, yo, dude, that's fucking awesome. Whatever. That's true speed with bands, whatever. Where a couple guys like, yo, those dudes will put some weight on the bar. Yeah, but that's not what we're looking to do today. Right, right. <laughs> you know? So, and, and, and I guess my uh, my audience that I only care about is, you know, as you can kind of tell, is is the guys who've been under the bar. The the, the Really, the strength coach, went, I'm always going to have critics out there with the, you know, Especially when our guys get recruited, man, they're like, all right, what's your power clean? What's that? Oh, we don't do that. Like, why does your coach don't do that? What kind of strength coach is he? And then I say, what did he say? I was like, I'll be calling him tomorrow. What did he say about it? And, you know, and, uh, you know, listen, I'm not, I'm not, all I can do is tell you what my, Louie and I's speech were many, many years ago about Olympic lifts and sports. And, And from an ACC clinic I was at with uh, Dave Tate and them on what they were hoping. And and, and uh, I just got my own beliefs. Hey, some, if it works for some people, it works. Um, the uh, And just like other programs, I mean, I know that I know that I know I know conjugate training inside and out. And I've seen the results and I, I can't argue it. But I also know that some people do other things that they get results from too. And, and if you if that's what you believe in, then then do it. And if you're putting out results, and that's good. But if you're a guy, how I always write on Instagram or something, and I, and I say shit is, 
if you're a guy who's, who's following someone following someone else or making up gimmicks and you're winning one game a year, either whatever sport it is, and you might want to reevaluate what you're doing. <laughs> right. You know, well, um, um, you know, when I see a guy <clears throat> rope in the air and jumping up and down on one leg, like, that, that retarded guy, the Joe Steed guy or whatever. Joe Steed. <laughs> and then I see this other, this other thing at this Parisi speed school thing I posted the other day where they were like holding in the air, then going and holding and then going. Like my guy's never <laughs> even move. So I mean, I don't, I don't see the, I don't see the. Like, I guess I'm old school where I just go, look, you get strong in the weight room, and and you get strong, build your confidence up, and you go out, and you're either going to go do it on the field of play and a power to meet, whatever it may be, and that's that's the bottom line. That's the way I speak, see. It. Speak on why Olympic lifting doesn't work, or doesn't work as well as compared to the normal barbell movements and, and just, you know, using the conjuring system, using the speed work and using the maximum effort method. You know, Louis, the, the thing that we did when I, when I say me and Louis had a conversation, I asked him about it all. I so said, I get, you know, it was about five years after my first time at Westside. Cause like I said, I always go there for about a week every year. And um, it was my fifth time down there and was, and I said, look, you know, a lot of people are asking about this night. Let me ask you a question. He goes, if somebody can power clean 315, then they should be able to lift with lifting on that platform. They should be able to pull they should be able to pull up 225 with those purple bands on there, right? Wouldn't you think so? Because that's a that's a lot of weight and that's explosive. And he said, I've had millions of guys come in here and claim to do this and that. And I might put even 185 on that little jump stretch thing. And I said, Let me see how explosive you are off the floor. And they can't even lift 185 with a mini band. So how explosive are you really in that lift, in that triple extension? And that always just stuck with me, the way he just described it like that. He's like, you're a big old lineman. You're going to be in somebody's chest before they get to that triple extension movement they're looking to get if you're a strong guy. Right. And he said, I think that deadlifts are, you know, deadlifting and pull, pulling in a rack and stuff is way more beneficial. And, you know, listen, dude, and, and, and the bottom line is every kid's going to have a different – I can pretty much teach my kids to be – really good deadlifters. But I can guarantee you, if I even was doing Olympic lifts, every kid would have a different look or movement on that power clean. And I, mm-hmm. and I, and I mean, I've heard disastrous stories, you know, yeah. comes, comes up, falls back. And, you know, I just think that it's not a safe thing. And I think it's a uh, whole, I think it's very, very rough and tough on the joints. Yeah. Um, and I just don't see the purpose, uh, the purpose of it. And, the bottom line is that the Olympic lifts are, are a staple in the NCAA is all because back in the day when the Olympic, when the Olympic um, trainers and all over there in Colorado, they were hoping that all these football players become Olympic lifters and be studs. And what they found out was when they went around to all the colleges, this is what the guy told me and Dave Tate sitting at a conference. He was one of the coaches. He said what they found out was, that every time they went to a college, everyone was doing a different technique, and it was never it was never a technique that would that was done by us. So it basically fell apart because they were hoping that everyone would look like their guys in the training center. And you know as well as I do, if we went to a college tomorrow, <laughs> 10, 20 guys would look totally different. <laughs> yeah. Doing and, a it'd be tra- and it'd be bad. I mean, you need the bars, too. You can't, like, use a regular straight bar to do a power clean and a hang clean. Yeah. You, yeah, know? you need $1,000 bars just to yeah, fucking so, do a po- fucking clean. 
<laughs> it's, it's different, you know. It's just different, and uh, you know. And I'm, and, and as far as me, like I said, I'm like, but uh, you know, and it's kind of like guys out there, like, like, how can you argue with the guy? The results are there. Like, okay, he doesn't do any Olympic lifts or whatever, but he, he just, you know, almost has had two people in the Olympics that trained with that never did Olympic lift with him. <laughs> so, I mean, like um, Louis said, if the Olympic wasn't before the word lifted, no one would give a shit about it. Pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty damn sure. The uh, now, when you were there, Sherard, was there anything new that Louis was doing? Any exercises or anything like that? Uh, well, I can't say what it is on here because it's recorded, but he has some new shit coming out. That's for sure. A little like okay. Willy Wonka behind the scenes shit. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll definitely t- tell you when we when we get off of here. But um, yeah, okay. <laughs> Besides yeah, that, I, yeah, I, I, you, that's why I want to use you go, and I, I, he'll be like, "Well, look at this, what we're doing." And, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Okay." Like he first had that, uh, man, that thing beat me up. I mean, I wasn't a, a big fan of it. And the static thing, the big, the oh big yeah, we got on that. that. We got on that. That was yeah. He had that in the back room. I was there. Just come back here with me, and I was like, "Where are we going, Lou?" I was, <laughs> <laughs> no, that uh, was before you started making it, right? Yeah. Yeah, we went back there, and he said, all right, try this out, and, and did that, and he goes, I got some other stuff being done, and, you know, it's uh, it's kind of it's, it's, it's kind of funny. It was funny, too, that, uh, that I left out, you know, when he had his first dog, Nitro, and all, hanging out there. When I first went, I went to go pet the dog, and was got my hand taken off. He goes, this dog, he goes my dog's not friendly. I was like, oh. <laughs> Why did you not tell me that shit? <laughs> where, where, would he be chained up? Would he be nice? Will you walk around? But he, he will walk pupper. around, but he's not so friendly. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, here, puppers, like that. And the goes, oh, <laughs> like, hey, like you missed a squat, he's gonna bite your ass. He's been trained. Oh, like, ogre pool or something. I was like, don't touch that dog. And I was like, oh, I, was like, I didn't know. How big was Nitro? He was just jacked up. Like, he was jacked up. <laughs> we we have a pit, but she's she's pretty tiny. She's only like 60. She's not yeah, that big. He was pretty jack. Uh, he was pretty like. I, I think he, if he warmed up to you, he was fine. But like, not like you know, rolling up the spot. Yeah, we were pulling sleds out there and everything, man. Gunshots going off, like you know, like when he was doing that film, I was like, when uh, Faye was on it, I said we talked. I said, dude, I could have added you some crazy shit to that film. I was like, when I was there, boom, boom, and I think something might have hit a car. To us. And I was like, yo, what was that? It was probably a bullet from over there in his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I just came here to live. I'm trying to get out of here. One motherfucking piece. Got an idea. Yeah, it's always been a great time. I mean, you know, and, and I loved it. It was awesome. It's always been, you know, everybody's there. Is, you know, I've seen so many people there, man, and and uh, you know, I'd have to say every 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 time there was, you know, was uh was pretty much welcome. Big Josh, he's a when you were there. Big job. Shit, I, I I don't think so. There was a lot of – it was a new crew. Like, it was yeah. a bunch of young guys that were there. Like, you know, little Jeremy? Yeah. The small guy that they have, yeah. he was there. There's this big black dude that is, like, only 22 that's a really – like, he's already really good. Like, he's already bench and squat yeah, and deadlift all he- the sevens and eights. Um, it was, was a, a lot of young guys. Was the ball guys. had to do there, Joe? 
the dude like uh, that's kind of quiet, silent. Uh, he's like his one ninety eight guy. Joe, oh, wait, wears a sleeveless West Side shirt. Short. Yeah, short guy, strong. With a, he, I think he had West Side on his uh, triceps or something. He might. That, yeah, he, he has something on the back of his triceps written though, right on both sides. Yeah. Goddamn tank, real small, like five two or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, he was there. He he didn't say nothing. There was like eight of us. There was like three or four lifters, probably including him, that didn't even like look at us. Like, we, and we were like, "Yeah, I'm not looking at your ass either." <laughs> yeah, they they uh, well, you know, you're in somebody's house. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, a, like, what the uh, fuck are you doing here? Afterwards, you know, afterwards, and when Hoff and them were there, it was it was a different world a little bit, and then kind of warmed up to to those guys. I, down that was real fucking strong and that was uh he basically took everyone to everyone to the house uh he was my 220 kid and like louie wanted him to move down there and all i mean he ended up <laughs> he ended up pulling uh pulling with hoff on the band the double bandit uh platform mm-hmm. and uh hoff beat him by like 50 pounds mm-hmm. um and he did a 650 board my guy Damn, and, and uh, was they a were football uh, player, or did just he was strictly powerlifter. Yeah, uh, he was a football powerlifter, uh, powerlifter mm. guy from the school I used to coach at, and mm. he's been with me. He was like 26, 26 now when we oh, okay. went. He was like twenty six. He was he just became he was just uh, he became a cop. Um, okay. Damn, that's a but, that's a now that's a cop right there. Yeah, fucking he, with his ass. Yeah, he was uh, he was strong as fuck, man. <laughs> Louis was just like Louis was like you motherfucker just got. Taken to the wood, woodshed, and they looked at me like, "Yo, get your fucking ass out of here!" <laughs> but my whole thing, and me and Louis sat down. You know, Louis go out and eat, and I said, "My my thing is, but what you see is I practice what I preach." You know, and lose and lose like, "Hey, you 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 always putting them out there, man!" Like, you know, my girl almost had the thousand pound total. Like, Louis likes the girls. I call him up by yeah. my girl. Stuff. I'm like, "No, Louis, she almost got that thousand at one twenty three. He's like, "That's fucking incredible." And uh, <laughs> I've had kids. He's actually let. Uh, I had a, a bunch of kids go down by themselves. Uh, probably about 2010. Like five lifters, they drove down. They trained at Westside for like three days. Louis let them in. Damn. And uh, I've had a couple of dudes do internships there. Like, uh, call me up. I was like, "Yo, Depp, can you help me out?" Whatever. I knew through somebody. How do they even do an intern? How does that even work? Like, what do they do? And like hung out with Louis like every day, and you had to lift and all too, though. Hmm. Kid, this one kid, yeah, this one kid. He, he ended up, he, he, uh, he, he's, he was, he stayed there for like a year or two. <laughs> really? Wow. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's been pretty, you know, like I said, I, I, I disrespect the guy and I say he's always, I call him and he talks and, and, you know, and, uh, you know, the same with Dave. I'm down there, I'll go over and see Dave and, you see, where are you at, West Side? How much shit did Lou talk on me? <laughs> <laughs> we and went, I, but Dave was at a uh, Mountain Dogs uh, wake when we were there on Saturday. They had that underground thing yeah. that next day, but then we had to leave back to Georgia, so we didn't get to see him. Yeah, yeah. The um, yeah, it's always good to talk. You know, talk to him, and you know, um, so they're probably probably the old heads are the ones I know the most. Like you know. Some of the newer, like I really didn't know um, Laura. I didn't really know her too well. Oh, really? Did you ever like get Laura? To meet her? I didn't know Matt. I didn't really know Matt. Matt was there. Like winning was there when uh, 
I was there one time mm. uh, when he was there. Um, you know, Panora was, you know, Panora was there when I was there and those guys, but, uh, kind of really probably more or less stayed in, in touch with the old, you know, the old heads, of course, they with elite fitness and stuff, you know, right. And that sort of thing. So, um, the, uh, that's really, that's, you know, uh, I really, I really just, enjoy, I just enjoy, you know, talking, uh, Talking to him, I always, you know, wonder what's going to happen when, the, you know, w- watching the movie was good. I mean, not that I was a West Side guy, but I mean, like seeing it, like I was like, I, was, I knew all those dudes and was like in that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And in, in, in that in that atmosphere. I mean, I was there on 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 one of Chuck's day. Chuck, uh, I, I had to be a side spotter. Talk about. Uh, oh, God. Worrying about your life. Uh, side spotter. Chuck. Chuck took like a something like 900 with like about 300 pound of chain each side. He went and had his suit on. He was like, fuck it. I'm taking it or something. There was like five of us there. And um, man, he went down. He, he ended up getting it, man. But I mean, he was shaking. And I, and I was like, man, you get this. Because there was like some other little dude on the other side. There was like <laughs> two one on my side. I had like one. I think it was the, I'm trying to think of who it was, but it was like a, like a 148 guy on my side with me. And I'm like, Dude, if he don't get that, I mean, it must. I think it was like twelve hundred pounds on there. And uh, yeah, he just like freaked out. I was like, I'm taking this. Fuck it. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we got to go eat. No, he's like, there goes Chuck. Can't tell him anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, you know, so I, I, I know that, uh, you know, I know that he's a hard ass and whatever. But I mean, he's he's a good. He's a good man, good soul. With you know, I guess I just don't like when people try to reinvent Louis or people go out and kind of talk shit. You know, like no matter where you're at in life, the guy helped you out in some way. You yeah. know, so there's really no need to talk shit. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, uh, we were there. He was like, you know, if you know, one of the best things I'm proud of. Um, is that I got a lot of people now they're not with me. You know, he didn't say the name, but we, we already know that like several people own big time businesses and everything because they spent time here, you know, and if anything, yeah. it's like more power to you that now I've made guys successful, not just in their lifting career, but now they make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like how many gyms, like, it's like, you just go around Columbus. We're going to all these gyms. Like, damn, all these motherfucking great gyms all started because the owner came from Westside. Like what other yeah. place does that? <laughs> yeah, it's true. I always say it too. When someone invents, like when somebody goes, "Oh, they're doing this and that," you can always say, "Well, that's a Westside program." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it still goes back to Westside or you know, a conjugal program in some way. No matter yeah. how somebody cookie cuts it or whatever, it still goes back to, you know. And that's probably the only thing I I that I, I change differently. I do uh, free squat my guys. You do, yeah. Yeah, I do free squat, my guys. I know Louie, you know, argues with me on that philosophy, but <laughs> I do, I do free squat, my guys. Did you change something? Because it sounds like scratchy on your audio. What did you, you just? Better now. No, it's still the same. Uh, it's like muffled or something. I don't know. Like an echo. Let me see. Any different now? 
No, still the same. Did, did you, like, were you using headphones and took out your headphones or something? No. I don't know why it sounded... Different? <laughs> no, it's still the same. The same? Yeah, we'll just keep it like that. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know what. Uh, I didn't do anything different. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what were you? So, what were you saying before that? Sorry, cut you off. The uh, I think I'm the, the squats and all. Oh, the free squats. Yeah. Oh, now it's back. I don't know why it went back to normal. Yeah, just free squatting. I just feel like kids kids got to learn that, and and you yeah. know, um, you know, and I and and the difference I see strength training is how I talk. They're like, well, you seem like a more of a powerlifting based guy. Like, how do you train the athletes, whatever? And I go, well, I'm going to put it very simple to you that you're here to we're here to strength train, and that's what we're doing. And the people that go to a proud to meet. They're just going to go perform in a power to me, but the, the training's all the same. We're, we're here to get strong. We're here to, and, and we're here to get explosive and that's it. And, th and that's how I answer people. And that's how I end it. Cause you know, when they start knowing that you do powerlifting and they know that's your background and, and heavy lifting and stuff like that, they just want to start going, Oh, I don't know if I want Johnny or Susie to go do that. Right. And, and that was the same thing. Like, like I said, my, my softball girl, you know, the softball girl and, and um I used to have this lacrosse girl who was real strong too. So it's kinda uh it's just kinda funny. It's like kinda I look at it like a challenge. Like, oh okay, we'll see. And like I said, that you know, um that's been that's been uh pretty good. And then it defy all my girls that kinda lift too, you know, Sherrod it's, it's been good as it kind of defies that, oh, we're going to get big, strong, and bulky and look like men. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you saw my 123 girl. I mean, she was like you know, <laughs> she was a attractive girl, and and she was, at, you know, looked this strong or whatever. But, I mean, she wasn't bulky, looked manly, and, right. you know, people used to bust her chops. And then when they saw her at prom, they were like, yo, that's Christina. <laughs> <laughs> the <So>, sumos. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, it's just funny that, you know. <clears throat> That they're you know they're stereotypes. So yeah. guys like me, guys guys like us, are, we're stereotype guys too. I mean, that's it comes with the business. With you know, like I said, once they hear, oh, this guy's background is this and that, and you know, oh, he's gonna have my he's gonna have my pitcher blow his shoulder out, and you know, <laughs> this and, that. and you know, this the same old BS stuff all the time. The uh. <clears throat> Where's uh jumping in your in your program? Do you guys jump at all? I usually uh do do some uh box jumps. Mm -hmm. Usually on our GPP days, mm. which is uh, uh which is on a Wednesday. So Monday, Tuesday. My my template is a Monday, Tuesday, a Thursday, Friday, Wednesday's GPP. Oh, uh, okay. That's okay. like pulls and our stuff and like our box jumps and like some lateral movement stuff and all. That, that's where, like, some of the guys will, will be on the power runner doing stuff. Yeah. That's, oh. so that's, where, I, that's where I incorporate that stuff okay. on there. Have, have you um, – I could do more of it with the move or should probably do, like, more, you know, this thing. A lot of things uh, – a lot of things just became different um, because of the, the of COVID, man. Just the, the time and, and uh, you know, I had 30 minutes of group last, last year. 
Damn. You had to get groups. They got to come in warmed up before they even put in them. No, it was like, you had to just come in and get it done. You know, it was, be ready to put them bands, bands already on the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, come in, get it done. And I mean, then the next group of like 12, 13 we had to come in because it was like 13. And I'm like, 13 people, I got a 10,000 square foot place. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it looks like it's coming back around to some craziness again. I'm, I'm hoping not. I mean, I'm hoping that, uh, that it doesn't, but, um, you know, so yeah, I, there, there's probably things that I've got away from that I could, you know, like all of us sometimes that I could get back into, um, to do, uh, the Vertimax. I got a Vertimax for the basketball guys. The basketball guy wants to buy them. And I was like, all right, we'll try them out. They're, they're not bad. I like them. Those Vertimax things. You, you like those things at all? Only thing I really, only thing I really use it for. We have one in our gym, but like our boss got them as a gift for free. Um, we use it for like I like them for resistant broad jumps when you put them in the front. So we'll do a lot of those. Um, but for mainly for our vertical jumps, we do we have our we have jump mats, so we do a lot of dumbbell jumps, and then we just do different versions of, of the box jumping and uh, yeah. broad jumps and stuff like that. But obviously, yeah, like, they- when you have that many kids, it's it's also hard to do a lot of jumps at the same time <laughs> yeah that's it that's like the difference because people always say like like there's a lot of things that probably i'd like to do that you do and other people do but like i got a time of you know like my main thing <clears> is <throat> i got to get them in, strong in and out and explosive. so if they do yeah they, they don't lift that they, they don't do lift a that practice. it's like 45 minutes or, you know that's their time they're done i'm moving another group in right yeah. um so <clears throat> there's always like a lot of things i like to you know I mean, Donnie's like, man, the body temper. I love to do all that and and yeah. whatever. But I wouldn't even know where I would even find the time to <laughs> to uh, kind of incorporate that. But I mean, um, that's probably like the the one. That's probably like the one thing that is that I miss a lot of is is incorporating some of the other things just because of the time of a time yeah. thing, a time restraint is you know be able to be able to do that because. Uh, there's a guy that I was talking to the other day he's from a private place, does a good job. And he's like, how many guys you, I go, usually, I said, man, usually if it's, if, even if it's just me, I'm running like 16 to 21 people in here. And he's like, damn. And uh, he's like, wow. And all that. He's like, you know, he's like, yeah, I got like three or four people at a time. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's, that's, that's how I am. <laughs> you know, that's just a lot different to be able to incorporate a lot of other different, you know, other different, uh, a lot of different stuff. So I guess for me, more important is getting that template done and, you know, and, um, than anything is to get the workout done. Cause I mean, even sometimes like even that man, I'm pushing it where, where I'm like, yo dude, you got like, we got five minutes left, man. And you know, kids like, Oh, I got to finish up with some more. Tri- I got like tricep push downs left. I'm like, all right, we got to get it done. So, huh. You know, and you deal with the in my in my setting too, man. You deal with the knucklehead stuff of checking a phone, right? You know, or, or talking about yo yo or this and that, and you got to go over and break it up because you know <laughs> talking about something going on. You know, being kids, so it's just a whole different world, a whole different setting. Like in that, you know, you got a different a different bunch of cultures in the weight room, different age groups, you know, and you know sometimes they just they lose track of, of what they're doing, and you, you just gotta you, you gotta kind of stay on them. So that that takes up like some time and some some uh, racking your nerves a little bit, you know. 
Sometimes you just gotta remember that they're 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 young kids, you know. Yeah, <laughs> just different. And sometimes I do, but you know, sometimes I just like take a deep breath and go. You know, I gotta remember like some of the groups I got are like 14, 15 year old kids. You know? <laughs> so, you know, it's 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 not bad though. But where you, know. you put uh, connected tissue work? You know, banded pushdowns and leg curls and all that and banters. Do you have time and? And do you do them every day? How many days a week? <laughs> I probably, I probably do the, uh, I probably do all that stuff with with the leg days. Probably incorporate it on a on a on a uh, max effort day for something mm-hmm. at the end and on the dynamic day mm-hmm. at the at, at the end of the workout. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, a lot of things I like to, a lot of things I like to do on my dynamic day at the end is is the bandit. Uh, I like to do like the bandit good mornings and bandit like seated. Uh, you know, seated leg curls and stuff mm-hmm. and do like about a hundred reps and do, you know, try to do like a hundred reps total, try to narrow the sets down, but do like a hundred reps. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm big into, uh, doing that at the end. Um, are, are you, uh, are you a big, um, like a good morning guy with your athletes? I'm a little, I do. Time. I've been doing, so what I kind of do is that like, if I've been hammering them, on a lot of back extensions or reverse hypers for like a few weeks. What I'll do is that like, like this week I did a lot of seated good mornings, depending on the age, the kid was either using a barbell or a dumbbell. Um, and sometimes I do the banded good mornings. So like, so maybe it's like for max every day, like one week they would do max every day, three by 15 heavier weight. And then another day they'd be like three sets of like 50 or 70, like with the red band, like real skinny. So like, I, I'll do that. But more often than not, I don't do too many good mornings. Cause like with, with kids, I found like it is hard as hell trying to get them to learn how to core brace. And if you're doing multiple rep good mornings, yeah, yeah. it's like, bro, it's like, it's better for me to like have them on a the back extension because it, you core brace without thinking. On the reverse hyper, they don't have to core brace really as much, and they're gonna get also traction at the bottom. So it's like I don't do too many good mornings. The old, like I'll do good mornings. The only thing I went away from, which I when I first started training, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have them do fucking uh, heavy sets at five and eight, and I just said no, no, I, I went away from that. I I started noticing they barely brace at all on squats and deadlifts. There's no way they're gonna do it right on a good morning to get stronger or not get hurt. So I just I save it. I throw it in the rotation of accessories every probably third or fourth week. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, because I, I I feel that way too. Like um, I was big into them when I first when I first I, I was big into them with my kids and all, and then I started getting a lot of kids like saying, you know, they would not really complain, but go, man, my back really hurts. It's tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I started getting a lot of that, and and uh, years ago, and then this, just um. I started them back up again, doing them with like a hanging chain into you know with the yoke bar even oh, right, right, the yeah, yeah. Bar. And I mean it's the same thing. I hear like ching and I'm like look over and a kid's like pounding <laughs> down to the chain. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, it's I like a know, video game or something. They like to hear the sound. I'm like, yeah, your back's gonna be fucked up if you do yeah, that. Yeah. So, and then I, you know, a kid that it was a kid that you know I'm thinking that thinking of he was he was like one of our linebackers and he's like yo my shit messed up coach and i was like what's up I go, you just sore man from doing those good morning things he's like yeah my shit's so tweet like i, I might go to a chiropractor so he told the coach he's like, i ain't gonna be a practice i'm gonna go whatever oh shit oh so he got you know he got yelled at and the coach was like yo are we doing anything different and i was like well we did some good morning things he's like is it something we need to do 
he goes, I can't have kids missing practice. And I was like, well, isn't something we really need to do. So, I mean, it's something to compromise on and things like that. Right. So I went back to like, if I do them, it's lightweight and I use it and I've been using the bands, like I said, yeah, just using the like green, like the green bands or, you know, the, the um, jump stretch green ones or something. So it's a pretty good music. <laughs> and I've, and I've been doing that. Cause I mean, it's a different world. Like you're saying, you know, that that's what some people have to learn is you, you got to, um, you you got to you got to know what your purpose and what you're there for and 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 a, a majority of my purpose is to get kids to, on the football field to win games. Mm-hmm. So I can't have a kid I can't have kids having back problems or something like that, you know. And um, yeah, we can and, afford to be fucked up. They can't. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and you know, some something I might like to do that I might not be able to do with the you know do with a kid. So the um. You know, so there's some things I pick and choose that I love that I love out of doing out off a template, but like I know it probably isn't going to really do too phase too well with uh my athletes. So, um, you know, yeah. Now, when you get your new kids, you like your new kids in there, Sherrard, do you do like a like a watered down version of just the move the movements of of a west of like a you know west side conjugate thing? Like for me, I'll have kids like some ball first to sit on a box and stuff like that. I mean, kids aren't coming in and doing West side right away. I mean, um, you know, I'll use, I'll use like uh, rack pools to get ready for the deadlifts and, and even trap bars and things like that. Um, yeah, I'm doing the right shit. So yeah, when I start off, I start off with, I do, I'll do. So we have the wedding belt squat. So I usually yeah. like to start them just to get used to the movements. Cause I don't have a lot of football kids. I use, like I told you, so I have a lot of soccer, volleyball, lacrosse, baseball. So a lot of times I just want to get the movement, get used to their chest up, trying to explain to them without walking out the weight or a bar on their back, pushing their knees out, all that. So I have them a lot of do a lot of like their first three week wave basically will be squats only on the winning belt squat. And then like I'll start them with a lot of times, especially my tall athletes above parallel box squats. But yeah. um, with the deadlifts, like you just said, I do a lot of rack pull. So I'll do, but I don't really do many conventional. I do a lot of sumo rack pulls. And I know Louis says, like, that's a leg press in the rack. But what can happen is that I'm preparing them for a sumo deadlift eventually. But the kid is going to get really strong because, yes, he's going to overload what he normally would do. Even, like, we only use pin one. So it's not that high, but still. Yeah. Um, and then I start them off, then block pulls. And then if their mobility gets better, then it's like, okay. We'll lower it, we'll lower it until we eventually get to the floor. I don't really start with bands usually uh, in the beginning. Uh, if anything, I do like chains. With the benching, uh, I don't really do much bands with my kids with the benching. On the squats is where I kind of play around with the bands. I just, I just know with certain kids, I'll throw in bands on the squats if I know they can unrack the weight already well. The kid that yeah. looks like Bambi, I don't even bother with it. Like, sometimes yeah. with that kid, I'll put, like, one chain, you know, because it's like, okay, a little stability, training to get tight, but nothing crazy. Or, like, the kid that on the bench, he unracks it, and it's, like, going forward and back, okay, I'll throw one chain on. But um, I kind of stay away from that. And I and I like to start um, once I – like, so the bench is the one where I'll be like, all right, we're going to do a three or a five rep max with a straight bar actually to your chest. But once we get that, once I find that weakness, I'll be like, all right, we're going to do pins at different height or boards at different height and probably floor presses or, or dumbbell bench. That's, that's kind of like what I've been doing. 
when I first get the kids. Yeah, that that's about the same thing. It's all learn. You know, it's, some of it's actually like a, a bodybuilding like program. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. with the with the benching, with dumbbells, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, um, that's kind of like the big uh, the um. I look at I have I have like a my intermediate to advanced templates depending on each and every athlete, man. Like that's how I go age time they've been with me in the weight room their skill level their athletic achievements and development and like their coordination skills like that's kind of like a little like little thing i go by with all, all my kids i mean like you said i got the, i got the kid you know bambi or i got shamu you know <laughs> and you know they're thinking about you know no ass too they're like how come i'm not squatting like the kid taz i'm like i was like dude are you serious like <laughs> not, not even ready for a bar on your back like um so a lot of my kids the same thing on the belt squat. I have the power squatter. Um, What's that? So I mean, power squatter. The power squatter is the elite fitness, the big squat that simulates the squat. It's it's great. It's a it's a it's a it's been a big piece of mine um, since they first came out with it. Um, yeah, it's the power squatter. It's basically like uh, squatting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> But you can put bands on it and everything. Put the box okay. behind it, so you can box squat on it. So, uh, so yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of it's almost the same. Um, but I basically do the movements like they would be getting ready for the template that they would get eventually, if that makes sense. Right. So a lot of the movements would be geared on um, getting some of the um, would be towards them when they do get a little advanced. I mean, some guys do, man. Some guys don't at, at the high school level. I mean, you got you got some kids who just are just goofy and in a roundabout <laughs> way, and you know they're always doing like the same thing because you're like, there ain't no way and I'm putting the bar on this guy's back. This kid's back <laughs> in this box. I mean, uh, so you know, and the problem with some of the high school level is too. What I might get is say I got a kid for like about four or five weeks, say. And then he goes to a sport, and then I don't see him at all until he says, Coach, I'm thinking about coming back in the summer. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah. it's all over again then. <clears throat> so that's the high school level, which is sometimes an issue, is you get that kid to where you, they want to be, and then, you know, all of a sudden, like, they're they're gone, and they want to come back again. So, um, my you know, all, all I do is with all my kids, man, is technique, technique, technique. And, and just learning what they're doing and paying attention because, you know, again, I get a lot of kids go, well, I want to start doing the deadlift like so-and-so. And I'm like, that's not happening. Like, <laughs> you're not going to you're not gonna put, put yourself, myself, or anything in jeopardy because you just feel like doing something. So, right. um, so you get that kind of kid, you'll get to go, well, I'm going to go join retro fitness or I'm going to go here and there because I get and, – and it's funny because I'll get a kid – I'll now get that kid in the class that I have I'm talking about. And I'll be like, so you can go to, to Johnny Rocco down the street, his training place. What do you do down there? Oh, I bench like 195 down there or whatever. I go, really? Okay. I'll put like 25s on. So give me 10 reps. I'll get like five. I'll be like, man, I don't know if you're going to get that 195 today, man. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to get it. Put a 35 on. So give me like about three or four reps. Gets like two. I'm like, man, we get this 45. You're going to get them. I don't know what's going on, coach. I did 195 there. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and I go, you want me to tell you the truth? What's happening, or or, or lie to you? <laughs> so, usually, you know, 
I'm big into exposing people. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> my most hated thing that people hate me for. Is I, I like <laughs> people. Um, especially when they, you know, when you know, when you know the strength world, it's it's like funny when they, oh, at uh, you know, at Saint at Saint Aloysius College, we got three guys doing seven oh five squat. Really, that's world record squat, man. That's like <laughs> world record shit right there. And you know, and it's just it's just funny. Uh, it's just funny, like just some of the when you know when you know how strong strong is, and and people start putting out these numbers and and. <laughs> insane stuff it's just funny or when people see like you're saying the people see like a you know like a, a strong band with 225 like ah that's not a lot of weight that's kids doing and i go would you like to come by the gym tonight because i can put that same weight on and probably watch you get planted on the box <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the um so that's uh so that's le- le- uh, that's like leading up to anything. Uh, some of my kids are in briefs, man. My linemen, they all wear briefs when we when we box squat. Really? Are, you, now, when you do that, that, do you supplement a lot of hip work? Because you know, like when you wear the briefs, you take a lot of it, hip out of it. It's on know? and off. Some some days are raw, and some days are in briefs. It depends. Okay. The briefs are probably when we're using bands and chains. Okay. Um, slingshots, sleeves. My kids can max out in sleeves through triples. Raps. If you know, I got a couple kids know how to rap that are on powerlifting, and of course we use chalk. <laughs> I said because a lot of people don't use chalk, man. I think it's funny. Why? Why do people not use? Yeah, chalk? They don't, don't want to dirty up that. the gym, man. They don't, they don't want to dirty their. <laughs> well, my up. boss, he he he's always about his gym. Our gym is like beyond. You could lick the floor, but like we just got to clean it after we lift. So I tell I tell our kids all the time. You just gonna have to go get the mop, but we using chalk because you ain't missing no PR because your damn grip. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm fortunate. I got a cleaning crew that comes in every night, so I'm I'm good. But you know, I tell the kids to watch like the chalk and all like getting crazy because you know we max out in the squat and they want to like you know bring the whole bowl over and dump it on. The <laughs> they want to do the, the LeBron James and throw it in the <laughs> yeah. air. Shit, it's like what? <laughs> and then I'm looking at the bar and I'm like, dude, you got you're doing like 275 <laughs> on the bar right now. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of uh, it's kind of funny that it's kind of funny that way. And uh, so so yeah, I'm all about you know a lot. You know, I think that a lot of a lot of problems and 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 uh, mainly in those speed days and stuff in the West Side template, conjugate template, whatever we want to call it. Is just the ego, man. If they, people can't take that out, like a kid, like like I don't know if you you deal with it as much as me, but let's say a kid's doing like one thirty five for his like ten to two, and he does a good job. He's like, coach, I do anything. I'm like, dude, you're doing great, man. <laughs> the process, and yeah. that's hard, man, because if they go to these other places where they're gonna let them like, dude, go with one thirty five for the warm up. Right? I mean, damn, I'm doing the bar for a warm up my damn self. Right. I mean, one thirty five on it. Give me ten. I mean, you know, some of these, some of these, you know, places by me, like the, you know, the kids like feel like, oh, they're doing something more because, you know, it's not like a dynamic day, to, but they're really not doing it anymore. They're doing something less and not even getting any stronger. Yeah, they throw up. That's a real workout. <clears throat> yeah, so I, I kind of deal with that a, a little bit, like, you know, with uh, I put with coach, I put more. And then I got to catch kids like, you know, on speed bench, like coach, I'll put like some more weight on. It's not that I go, really? I go, well, let me just break it down to you. 
a guy who benches 500 is probably using like two plates, two plate, maybe 275 on there. And you're telling me you want to go to like 175 and you bench like 240. <laughs> and then, you know, sometimes they understand. And then sometimes they just look at me like I'm crazy, but I try to look at that to what the process is. You know, just trust it. What's good is that I got, uh, I got some strong kids that are stronger than that kid who wants to do that. And I go, can you out bench? Can you out bench the kid Aiden over here? And they go, uh, uh, and I go, no. I go, but guess what? He trusted the process, and that's why he is where he is. Right. So if you're an Aiden who you outweigh by 30 pounds, you probably should just trust the process and go along with what <laughs> you don't. So that 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 sometimes sinks in to the kids, and 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 um, you know, it works. But like I said, I, a lot of a lot of this, man. I mean, these kids, if they didn't know any better, they would go heavy every day, max out. Right. Every day. I mean, the uh, – and they don't understand, too, like the overtraining thing. Like like I said, some kids might go – they might do my, you know, come and lift, go and do some agility, and they're like, yeah, the coach made us do lifting, too. And I'm like, dude, I wouldn't do that. And, <laughs> and uh, there was a kid who got his Achilles, he, he, uh, one of our running backs. He went to run for the first day. Boom, Achilles right out. He's out for the season. And coach said, "Keep uh, doing all that training. It worked out fine. It worked out well for you." <laughs> and the kid, dude, he would lift with me, go to a trainer, a personal trainer, and then go with his dad to the beach and train some more. And Jesus he said, Christ! That's what this kid was doing. I, I shit you not. He was going to like four different people a day. What the fuck? And at each one, he was lifting. At each one, at three of the four, he was lifting. At one of them, he was just doing like crazy ass like lunges and running on the beach with his dad, <laughs> with a vest on on the beach. So our first practice, we were just warming up, and he took a hand off and pop, and he went down like somebody shot him from the stands. Good lord! And he's out. So, you know, he's like, "Oh, I don't know." And my doctor says, "I was, yeah, no shit." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no shit, you dumb fuck. So, it's you know, it's just it's just crazy to uh to to deal with the uh with the craziness out there. That's why, like, you know, I used to be in the I used to also run a run a place like you with another guy, and we'd have you know come in and you know never want to study. Hey, let me know what you're not doing today. Like the same thing. Football is a big one, you know, like you said. Like, didn't want to step on anybody's toes because, like, I was, you know, I'm a strength coach, too. But, hey, so-and-so wants to do this with me. I would be like, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead and do that or, you know, whatever. It's the same thing with the coaching with the the egos. And and it's funny because some people say, well, you talk egos, but you seem like you have a big one. I go, I have a big one. I have a following. It's called the dark side. And I just want to, like, keep the people who practice what they preach and are are about what what they say they're about. And uh, that's to me, that's not ego. <laughs> that's right. as like it is, and and being, you know, like I said, the Donnie D's and uh, you know, Coach Bats now at, at at Clemson, and and John Patrick, who's who's now at a high school, who I've known for a, a lot of years, and just guys, you know, and and Louie and 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 Dave Tates, and those are guys that when they hear about what I'm doing. And what the kids are doing that I listen to, not not the guy in a pop collar I talk about, who's you know, 
who's doing something at, you know, at Wichita State or whatever. And, and you know, I don't care what that guy has to say. Um, he does strength and knows what and knows what's going on. I so, look at some of these strength coaches that like are at these big time schools and I can I look at them. And I'm like, yeah, you don't know what the fuck you talk about. Like you've uh, never been strong ever. Like what? Like you never pushed. You never failed and got back up. You just like got an exercise science degree and knew somebody at a university. And that's why your kids don't get any better. You just try to recruit. Like, yeah, pretty much. I mean, pretty much. Uh, I mean, I mean, pretty much, dude. That's 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 how it is. I mean, uh, you know, there there is. I can go through a list, man, of of clowns out there that I've personally seen and been around and shake my head like, wow, like, you know, I mean, yeah, you're getting a five star guy, man. I mean, it, okay, uh, that you know, that's. That's a that's a no brainer, <laughs> you know. That's like a no brainer. You're going to be able to do something with him. How about the kid who who walks on, who just wants to give a shot? Let's see how strong and, and how agile you make that kid. Right. And, and they can't. Like, dude, if you saw some of the kids that I have, my all time, I have an all time board at my school. I have a kid on there who's who who is. I want to see what weight class he's got the records at. I want to say one one uh, one sixty five. His best, his best numbers and all my records I put up are from meets. Like kids can't just do it in the gym. Uh, at right. So I want to say it was a USAPL power to me. This kid at 165, his records on the board are 405, 295, and I think like 475 deadlift. Pretty pretty yeah. good number. And that was yeah. 10, 12 years ago. That kid came to me. And I thought I thought he was lost and thought he needed to go to the trailers out back for special ed. <laughs> the trailers. <laughs> I was like, I think you're in the wrong place. He goes, No, I'm here to I'm I'm I'm, I'm here to do powerlifting. And I was like, uh, uh, nah, I don't know. <laughs> and I kid you not, he he couldn't squat down like even by holding his hands like he was praying. And I put, I told him to use a, you know, go home and use like a, a, a broomstick every night and this and that and whatever, boom, boom, boom. And I mean, just even after a year, no progress. And then three years later, man, this dude is on the all time board. So I always say to people, when you can do that and, and, and some of the other kids who I can mention like that and like some of our football kids who were like, yeah, coach, I don't think he's going to get on the field. I'm like, dude, he's going to get on the field, man. The kid's getting strong. He's getting confident. And all of a sudden, they're like a varsity starter or whatever. And they're like, yo, coach, you were right. And I was like, dude, I told you it was going to come. And it's just crazy, man. And that's why I say, like, that's coaching. Not like always getting, yeah. like, five-star guys and, you know, and uh, and and doing that with them. I mean, that, that's that's not really accomplishing anything really in uh, the uh, – in that – like we're talking about the strength coaches at those upper echelon levels and stuff like that, you know, running around yelling, you know, all the that videos, the yeah, tackling like, with no pads. I never Vit stand. Fucking videos. Loved, loved him from Ooh. Alabama. He went to Georgia. Like, I couldn't stand that dude. Met him at, met him at the college at the, uh, at the NFL combine. One of my kids was in the combine from Virginia tech. And that guy was there. And like, I couldn't stand him for, for three seconds. Wait, who, yep. who is it? And I want to say, I want to know how many times you can even bench 225 yourself, if you could do it. 
<laughs> um, but some people, like I said, some people love that guy and love, you know, and well, coach, he was at Alabama. And I'm like, yep. I was like, guess what? I'd have been doing the same thing he's doing at Alabama if I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be winning also. <laughs> so the, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a good old boy kind of like, uh, I guess system I look at, you know, I guess what sucks for me is you got the guys who are, are against like, Oh, they do like that West side stuff. And, you know, you go, you know, head to head with it about, about it. And um, a true story is a guy who used to train with the, uh, with Joe DeFranco, who, mm-hmm. who I, um, you know, who Joe DeFranco is. Yeah. Yeah. North Joe trainer. So I had the opportunity to go train up there with him and the NFL guys a couple of times. That's when I first met uh, Brian Cushing back then when he was like a sophomore in high school, just a, an animal that kid was. Um, and there were some NFL guys training. I was box squatting with some guys. Actually, Joe was pretty cool. I uh, told him how to like hook the bands up different on a couple of things and, and that and that. And uh, so when Joe was in a little uh, little place, like a eight, uh, like a 10 by 10 sweat box he used to be in. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and uh, trained and this and that. Well, we were. I was meeting with a coach. I won't say the name of the school, but uh, was up at the facility and he's kind of knocking Joe DeFranco and Westside and all. And I'm like, dude, I just came up here to spend like a couple hours with you, see what you did, talk to each other, and uh, you know, it just went awful. So I called Joe. I said, hey, uh, I said, Joe, I said, don't you have that kid going to such and such school? He goes, yeah. Why? I go, man, that dude was bashing the shit. He goes, really? Kid decommitted and went to another school in the conference. <laughs> yeah. And the uh and the guy, you know, and the uh kid was like a like a four-year starter where he went. And uh so it was good, you know, it was just like it was just like good, you know, it was just like uh he was a big dude. The guy who I'm talking about was like six, seven, like three hundred pounds, and uh, you know, looking at me like I'm I'm like some little piece of shit guy talking West side and talking all this stuff. And, uh, you know, and I do know I, and, and uh, where I rubbed him wrong was what we talked about kids coming home. There was a kid that went to him that was really strong. I'm talking about a freak, like a six fifty squat at like two twenty. might've benched in the fours. And dude, he was, he came home, benched like 300 squat at like four fifty five, and all this. Probably random to death. To a friend. And um, I brought it up, and he goes, well, he goes, we're not here to powerlift. I said, I didn't say we're here to powerlift, bro. That week, <laughs> I right. said, he, I said he's lifting, and, you know, he played football while he was lifting, too, at his high school. I, said, I go, so I understand you, like, got spring ball and all that kind of stuff, but, I mean, I was like, I'm just trying to see, like, what? why do you think? Like, I was actually just picking his brain, like, why he thought that. And, like, he did, his whole answer was, oh, we're not here to powerlift like that West side. <laughs> And that was his answer. You know, like he couldn't give me any kind of answer, so <laughs> he never painted out there anyway. But but it was just a fact of uh, like he was a strong ass kid. How do you? So, how often do you use trap bar versus sumo deadlift? Um, probably trap bar is mainly with the new people. I don't have any of my guys use do trap. It's usually all conventional and sumo okay. that are that are. Uh, well, so, what's the conventional versus sumo ratio? What's that? What's the conventional versus sumo ratio? Uh, 
if you're talking in a template, let's say if I have but a just guy roughly, who, just roughly, like if a guy who's mainly a conventional guy, he's probably going sumo every every okay. two workouts. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. What, what you're asking? If yeah. he's a conventional guy, sumo guy, I also have to do conventional. Um, and I make my guys conventional pull sumo in the rack, and sumo guys pull conventional in the rack for rack pulls. Gotcha. Which I found, which I found to be very, 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 uh, very uh, helpful. Um, I know. I, I think I told Lou that, and he goes, "Don't make sense." And I say, "Well, it, it seems to work. Some things, work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it works. It works. Some some things work, and you know, some things you know work differently for for some people." Um, Especially for the kids, I think it's just such a such a different mindset, body type, experience, and all that. So like they have to be trained differently. The, uh, guys that can squat nine hundred. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. So you know, that's kind of what. And sometimes with Lou, you got to take some things with a grain of salt because he's dealing with a whole different animal than what we're dealing with. Like all, you know, something. You know, he's trying he's trying to get people to break uh, all time world records ever. At, at any cost, whether life or death, <laughs> right? You know, so it, it's and it's, the juice is on the juice. My kid, my kids ain't on that shit. God damn. So it's it's just a lot. Yeah, it's just a lot different. You know, a lot different. Uh, I'd say my biggest, my biggest, hardest thing also is is the nutrition part. Like just trying to get the kid to eat somewhat right and do right. things the right way is is crazy. Is is <laughs> also crazy, man. They don't um, ask you about shit, and you tell them, and then you're like, you're not doing it, are you? And then it's like, no. <laughs> it's just like, well, why'd you even ask me to help you? Dude, I might even – I have – in my class, I do a part of it for health. Like a really? Part of my class okay. Is health too, so I do like a nutrition thing. Dude, mm. I get out like basic – I got like a nutritional certification and all that too. So I'll give out like a basic model of just eating good. And they'll be like, yo, bet that coach, this is great. Then I'll sit eating skills and a pretzel at lunchtime in the line. Hmm. I'm like, I just, saw you, I just saw you have a shake and, and a turkey sandwich. I you up in line getting a pretzel and skittles. <laughs> and I'm just like, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. And you know, and they, it's hard. So it's skittles. Nutrition and strength is just so hard to have them correlate that. Man, it's crazy. Yeah. Like how it plays a part. And then they want to go buy the ladies' kit at the at the at the store. Oh, Depp, uh, I'm gonna take this and that. And I'm like, why are you taking that? Like, that ain't gonna do shit for you. Ass is weak, for one. <laughs> and I said, the testosterone levels are through the roof. I said, if anybody should be taking that, it should be me. It'd be like a test booster they show me. I'm not, taking that, not you. <laughs> and like, well, the guy at the store. I go, yeah, the guy at the store who looks like he's never lifted weights in his life. <laughs> He just started doing 135. He's taking advice from. <laughs> he's like, oh, no, nah, he's very knowledgeable. Oh. <laughs> he's reading like, off yeah. the pamphlet. <laughs> oh my god! So that, that's what about abs and obliques? How often do you do that? Um, I like I like doing um, I'll do some standing on the abs with the you know the band tied up around the top of the rack. Right. Standing abs and a lot of and a lot of like uh, medicine. Uh, um. Like uh, sit up medicine ball throws, and okay. also some, like uh, I call them a hawk smashes with the with the balls smashed to the ground, right? With the, with the big uh, ball. So I, I incorporate those three into um, always at the end of probably um, our max effort days of uh, uppers. 
What about any hanging leg raises? Nah, I can't say I've done that. Not, no, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Can't just say I've done it. Um, probably like to get to more body body functioning stuff too, like more pull ups and things like that. I used to do a lot of like uh, right. blast strap push ups and the blast strap pull ups from the ground. I used to do a lot of those. Mm. I don't even know if they saw them on Elite anymore, but um, I used to do a lot. I know Wendler was big on those. I used to do a I used to do a lot of those and a lot more of uh like you know assist pull ups or assisted pull ups like close and wide. So I like to get back to that. I kind of got to, you know, like I said, when the world changed a little bit, kind of got to raise some things I like to do because of the time thing. But um, I would definitely like to get back to uh, doing some of those things. So, um, you know, I'm not going to tell you I do all that and, and bullshit you. So uh, <laughs> I definitely got to get back into, you know, doing some more, I would say, like uh, body strength, functional stuff. Because, you know, what's the point of having a kid – bench three for team do three pull-ups right you know <laughs> so i definitely i definitely see the point in the, in the correlation there so um like i said it's just one of those it's just one of those things you're caught up with the time and what um, uh what's your future goals and plans i guess my my future my goals there is to uh, probably expand the weight room even and bigger um, mm-hmm. in time um, to make it just a uh, – to have a staff underneath of me to make it just a strength and conditioning facility for, like, the for the school for, like, the whole time of day and period and have people under me, like maybe have a guy who specializes in the agility and speed stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe also have, like, a – you know, someone uh, someone on site – who can also be a nutrition person, but also, you know, be a coach at the same time, would have right. a big background, like in the nutrition thing. Um, that would like be a big help to me, especially if I do the turf out there to say, yo, go out with coach, you know, go out with coach. You're going to hit some, you're going to do some agilities and some, some things he wants you to do out there. That would be like a match made in heaven for me. Right. I, I can't do everything. Um, yeah. It's just me. So that's why I'm saying, and, you know, and I run the Carlton team. I mean, and, and, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, you know, a part of me is like, man, I wonder if I still keep doing this. But my love is is powerlifting, too. And, and you know, dude, I've, I've had some tremendous, uh, tremendous teams. I mean, four state four state titles here. And uh, I've had about 30 kids in the top 100 when it was USA powerlifting. I've had like 30 kids in that top one. Top 50, <laughs> top 10. My kid had all Hoff numbers before Hoff beat them. In the oh, IPS, wow. <laughs> beat his numbers out. Um, so I mean, not bad when you get your numbers beat by Dave Hoff, right? Um, when he was seven, I think he was eighteen. Um, that's when I first saw Hoff beat his bench. I think my kid did five hundred on the bench, and and Hoff did like five fifty or something like that. Um, Shit. <laughs> um, so it, you know, but. It's also just an avenue that no one else has, so that's why I like the Powelton aspect. Because then, you know, it's a it's still a way to compete for for most of the kids that aren't doing a sport, that aren't going to do right. another sport. So it's you know, in Texas and all that, man, it's fucking huge, bro. <laughs> I got friends like I got friends like out, out in Texas, and I mean, dude, they have like eight hundred people Powelton meets. 
<laughs> Damn, what the fuck? What are those three-day yeah, events? It's like the Texas Strength Powerlifting Association, TSPA. And, like, they go to a different high school gym, like, every like every once a month. And there's, like, 800 kids there at the meet. God, so, it's kind of crazy. Uh, so, I think I just think my goal is, like I said, maybe fan the weight room. Um, you know, uh, and kind of, I guess for me, getting a little bit older is to pa- to have that assistant that could I could I could kind of pass the torch to and trust, which is very very hard to do. I know you're kind of younger and, and in this field a little bit, but like you feel if it's not going to be done the way you would do it, it's just hard to hand that over. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, I mean. Even when I have an assistant now, like, and, and I see, like, you know, the box squat was brought in. I'm like, why'd you bring his squat in? Uh, well, he, he was kind of like his knees. I go, well, we got to work on that then. You don't just bring his squat in to make it more comfortable. Like, you know, right. I want, let's work on that, man. You know, so I guess stuff like that, like, you know, and, you know, I walk away like, fuck, why the fuck did he do that? <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> you know, you got you to gotta work a little bit. You can't try to make it easier for the kid when you're trying to teach him a wide box squat, you know, take some weight off and, and whatever. Um, you know, so I guess to be able to like just observe and have a couple people, like I said, working a couple coaches, working the teams in there and things like that. And, and just being the, the, the mad scientist behind it all, I guess. And, uh, that would kind of be my goal. Um, you know, um, when I'm gone, I really don't know when my time comes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what'll happen, you know, what I'll, you know. It's just like everything that we laughed the other day because, uh, you know, not to bring up a sore ju- subject, but there were <laughs> some kids brought up like the, the Af- Afghanistan thing and the Taliban. I said, what you guys didn't think? You know, once yeah. they left, everybody ran out. I said, just think if I left here, all those coaches yep. that really don't like this equipment here and like what's going on here, they'd be like, yo, he's gone. They'd invade this weight room in three seconds, have the model right. sold by the next day. Mm-hmm. I, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I said because it wouldn't, it wouldn't fit what they know in their mind. So they would rather have all these machines in here. It would make their life more easy, dude. Do you know before the 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 Eagles moved to that Novacare and all with their strength coach, the guy before that? Do you know they were like a hammer strength program and everything? Did you did you know? You might not know no, that. No. I'm talking years. I'm talking maybe like 15 years ago, dude. I got to go and, and visit the guy. He spoke at a clinic, and I said, yo, do you mind if I come one day? And he's like, oh, sure. Dude, do you know that it might have been even – Reggie might might have still been there or some – or some. I'm thinking of somebody. But, dude, their whole workout was like three sets of 10 and like three sets of like 15 on like hammer strength equipment followed <laughs> up by the elliptical. <laughs> dude, that was the workout. I kid you not. I saw like all pro guys doing like hammer strength push, you know, like chest press. <laughs> and like a, a neck machine and then go to the elliptical. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck? Now, a lot of people, <laughs> when I was working with Joe DeFranco, when I got to go up there, I'm like, oh, he goes, yeah, just, just so you know, David Deal's coming today. And I was like, damn, he's a big motherfucker. He's going to kill it. He goes, no, you're going to be shocked. He's not strong at all. I was like, what? <laughs> Dude, he's fucking putting your bench 300. What? How big was he at that time? David Deal was he was all he was all pros when he was like with the Giants when they won like the Super Bowl. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't even believe it. 
Dude, he had another guy there, like another like linebacker, I forget, from like the Bengals, Dante Jones or something from like the Bengals back in the day, played Oklahoma. Dude, he was box squad. We ended up putting like the green bands on with like 275, and he got like pinned to the box. And it was like a parallel Jesus box. Jesus Christ. So that's like basically my speed work. <laughs> shocked about how weak NFL guys are, bro. <laughs> You'd be shocked. I've been around a lot of them. Like a lot of dudes, and like they, they look big and whatever, but dude, they went to the West Side, they would get fucking crinkled. They just doing all that bodybuilding shit or maintenance yeah, they're, they're work. Fucking, hey, they're great athletes and they're fucking making money and whatever. It's so big. But imagine how much better they could be. <laughs> it, well, he got so much better. He became he became like an all pro like two years after Joe was working with him. Mm. So he got even he even got that much better. Um, so he did. Him, Jim Finn, the, the fullback, he ended up pro- prolonging his career, probably getting stronger. So, yeah, he's had some dudes through there that, you know, that probably prolonged their career by getting stronger and, and, and just working their muscles and their bodies a little bit different. But, uh, yeah, you'd be shocked, man. You'd be, you'd be shocked on some, on some college kids. You'd be shocked, you know, some college kids, that, you know. Some kid brought a kid home from Sacred Heart. Um, I got a kid at Sacred Heart, a lineman. He brought this kid home and all. He was like a sophomore. And uh, I was like, Is he, what's he going to do? He's like, I don't know. He, you could do whatever you want with him. So I didn't know how strong he was on anything. So, I mean, this dude got like a – he got like 285 on like a three-board, bro. He's like a like a outside <laughs> linebacker, a 200-pound kid. <laughs> Damn. I'm like – I'm like, oh. I was like – I was like, just so you know, dude, I got kids here doing like three plates off that board. He's like, he goes, yeah, we don't do none of this. I go, well, I know you don't. <laughs> you know, I just think it, it, it's just such a different movement for everybody, man. Like, like this, some of the stuff they just, they just can't. Um, it's it's just a, a total different bot, uh, muscle group. I guess where I'm looking for like muscle groups that are being worked like that. They just can't understand. You know, like you know, they. Uh, Everything's just so basic at the at the collegiate at the collegiate level, you know. Yeah, it's God just like forbid, circuit training. God forbid I introduced the SS yoke bar tricep, which is phenomenal. You know, take the handles off and do the yoke bar, like yeah. a like hand press. I've seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. That's one. a great exercise. You know, it, 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 it my advanced guys can do it. I wouldn't teach it to the the younger uh, some of my some of my big linemen that are strong. They they love it. They can do it. You know, it takes a good technique, but I mean. Imagine that, like showing that in the college, they would be like, "Oh, you really lost your mind now, dude." You <laughs> <laughs> just remind me of that one. I'm gonna have to throw that one in. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty crazy on um, on just like they oh, these guys get so nervous about introducing anything. You know, it's just a it's just a it's just a, a good old boy network, man, with that collegiate. You know, atmosphere. And I mean, one guy leaves somewhere and ends up at the next school or so-and-so hires him or, you know, it's just, you know, like I'm talking about my, my buddy, John Patrick, man, he's a, he's a phenomenal strength coach. And like, he was, you know, after Charlotte, like finding, like trying to get a job, like crazy, man, how that guy's not like hired or whatever, but, you know, got in with a high school in, in Georgia and, and, uh, I'm sure things would be awesome there for him, but I mean, just I tried to hire him. I, I even tried to get him to come to me. I was like, "Dude, I'll see what they'll pay you." 
<laughs> you know, and uh, just to be in the, I mean, that's probably like his 15th school that he was at, you know, so that's why when you ask me about the collegiate ranks, like I, I really don't think, I don't think I'd be able to do what I do at the collegiate level. So it probably wouldn't yeah. work for me. And that's, what's crazy. Like someone said, well, just think about that Eagles guy. He's probably making 150 grand or more. You don't have to do nothing. That wouldn't you do that? I go, I couldn't do it. I go, I might be making 200 grand sitting there, but I don't think I could do it. Because I'd be like, I, this isn't doing shit. <laughs> it's fucking like, depressing. Like, this isn't making anybody better. Like, you know, you're basically, you know, easy way out. That's like high schools, man. You'd be shocked how I many high schools where the kids just go in and do what they want, and the guy gets a stipend check for like two or three grand just to sit there for an hour. <laughs> crazy. Like, we get transfer kids, and we're like, yo, this is crazy here, coach. We didn't do none of this at our place. You went in, and the coach said, all right, you got 35 minutes to lift. You get the fuck out. And they, <laughs> they, they, they didn't even know what to do. He said, you'd have kids, like, start warming up, like, with, like, 225 on the squat, getting buckled. I'm oh, like, that's God. Crazy. We had a guy like that at my school, man, a coach that came in. He goes, you should always start off with 225 regardless of your strength for your kids. I was like, What? <laughs> what? I don't start with two twenty five. You fucking idiot! Yeah, it, you, I, I, he couldn't start with two twenty five. I'm laughing. I think I, you know. And at that time, I'm, I, I think I'm maybe squatting in, you know, six, seven. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, dude. I start with probably maybe the bar and a twenty five. He goes, <laughs> dumb to do all those warm ups. <laughs> dude, that's two twenty five. He might have went down three inches. He's like, I warm up four or five like this. I said, you'll never warm up in this gym again. Goodbye, and you'll never come back here. <laughs> <laughs> it's some of the shit, some of the, some of the things. What what is like your goals there? Like where you're at is is to is to uh, go go somewhere or in, into a, a school or college or no? Nah, I I don't big? I don't think I I don't think I could ever um, do. Uh, college because like i just talked to so many guys that have been doing it for so long and they just tell me like either they were in the college setting or left or they only did the college setting because they were like the head of everything and they had nobody above them because they're using a conjuring system you're gonna piss people off you gotta rely on other people to do what you want to do then you know like head coach gets fired they clean the house so well my my end goal is to have my own gym that's that's gonna be that's that's my goal Mm -hmm. Um, right now I'm actually almost already done with, uh, my book. I wrote, I wrote a book already. Um, and it's gonna, it's about training basketball, training for basketball on the court and off the court. Um, just because not a lot of people and using the conjugate system for that. Not a lot of people write about that specifically because basketball is one of those sports like baseball where they think they should lift. So, um, and I get, I just get a lot of for me for basketball or on a conjugate thing too. So. That would be yeah. awesome to show my guy. Um, yeah. They never have a straight bar. All my guys are either a, uh, a duffalo bar or a yoke bar. So yeah, I don't that's, a straight bar on them. Um, duffalo or I, yoke bar on the basketball guys. I, I kind of conjugate it where I put a straight bar every once in a while, but that's more geared to like, okay, we have a kid that's going to like leave and has been with me for a long time. So like we're going to get a one arm. We're going to actually do a one arm with them. But for the most part, yeah, they use the yoke bar probably more than anything else and a lot of bow bar. Um, 
just because, you know, the basketball players, and I know because that's what I used to play, shoulders are always an issue. So it's like the straight bar ain't going to work too well. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's why the Mars bar is good for the linemen. Yeah. So, like, yeah, so right in my book. And then just trying to grow my seminar every year. So I already think now, I think this year it's going to be a two-a-day because I already have, like, seven coaches, including myself, that are going to speak. And last year when we had just five, it took like eight hours to finish. So like um, just trying to grow that and then yeah. just build my name out there and then eventually open up my own spot. That's, that's, that's my end goal. Yeah. I'm definitely hoping to make that. So that'll be on the 11th and 12th this year, um, which is Saturday, Sunday in December. Did you change that date or has that been the date? I changed it. Cause I don't know why I kept saying, uh, like the last like month or so, I, I was telling people at the 18th, and then I remember, no, that's when I had my meet the week before is the, the seminar because I figured it would be two weeks after Thanksgiving, two weeks before Christmas. So that's like good because people aren't out of town, you know what I mean? Or like they aren't at their family's place, you know, because that week of and the week before for both those holidays, ain't nobody going to want to come. So I was like, the 11th and 12th should be good. So. Yeah, uh, I think I'll be done by then. I thought it was earlier. I think the championship's the third and uh, the third of December. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And I'm having it then because my birthday's on the sixth in December, so it's kind of like my birthday gift to myself. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely uh, hook that up. Now, if you That'll come, be... and you got to speak, though, so I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I, I don't care. I, I like speaking. <laughs> I, like, I like – I don't really do too much things because I really don't care in a roundabout mm-hmm. way. I'm kind of like – it's funny. I'm like Louie in a sense. Yeah. Like, I kind of – it's like, yo, who's over there? Like, when we won last year, like, who, who does all their weight room stuff? And then they hear the name, and they're like, oh, I know that dude or whatever. Or usually, <laughs> like, he's crazy or something. Mm-hmm. Or like, does he Instagram shit out, like – Telling people to go fuck off or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I can see now why your profile is public. I mean, uh, private. Yeah. <laughs> my school one time was like, oh, we're hearing some things. I was like, I, I was like, nobody can hear my things. It's private. They're like, well, somebody showed us something. You're like talking about Instagram world. Fuck this dude or something. <laughs> so Donnie loves them. Donnie loves them. That's the only place I haven't been yet is I've probably been to every place in the United States. Training wise, except for Donnie, yet I haven't been either. I gotta go because I also want to get body tempered certified too. So like I'm like, I gotta go. It's only three hours away from me because it's South Carolina. Yeah, he's uh, it's uh, he's smart. He's he's great too, dude. He's great too. He's he's got a you know a lot of people don't like him because he's outspoken. But mm-hmm. remember, the people that don't like you is because you're doing something good. Yeah. <laughs> You know that—that's just life. That's—that's that's reality of life, really. When you when you're when you're when you're good and doing something good, and people are talking about you, that—that's kind of why. I mean, you know, people are like people are jealous. Softball team's been number one in the state for the last three years, and like number ten in the nation. Before they they Dang. they won like two games. So like it's just it's just like volleyball. Girls volleyball, they brought in a coach doing a great job. So it's it's funny that you know, now they want wrestling the baseball guy they just hired is a dude from like the played in the minor league for a while. So they're just doing they're just doing they're doing the right things. 
And and the people are like, oh, look what they're doing over there. Well, obviously, <laughs> kids are coming and people are talking about you for a reason. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, uh, it's just the facts of it, really. Uh, the um, yeah, but I would definitely uh, definitely like to speak on your thing, maybe about the you know what you'd like me to speak on, like to present. What, you just yeah. pick your topic. This, yeah. this ain't the NSCA, man. It's, it's you know, I, I just like people to just speak on whatever their, um, like, their targeted group of kids are, like, they work with, and, like, how you use the system and yeah, the results that you got. I like I mean, especially oh, with your oh. benches and stuff. Woo! I love the – I especially love learning the bench because that's my weak point. So I always love hearing, like, how people take kids and make them bench more than me. <laughs> and they grow up benching the same. You know, like, I love that. Cause that's just so impressive, you know. The uh, and, and and I base it all, you know, like I base it all back to, I base it all back to the program, and then the other big part of that is is the commitment of the kid. I mean, a lot of those people that right. those kids that I show, they don't miss a day in the gym, man. Right. A lot of the kids that I show in those videos, they're, they're there every day, three sixty five, and that's what kind of built the program. I mean, that's what kind of built our our least our football program was the kids who just graduated from that first class this past year. They really set the tone on, on, um, you know, they were, they were weight room warriors. So that, that helped out a lot. So when, when people look at success, this, yeah, of course it's the coach and the, in the, in the atmosphere, but it's all, a lot of it has to do with the kid, the character of that kid. And that, and that's how they reach that goal. Um, you know, everybody always asks me, damn, so-and-so got strong. I talk about this Aiden kid. He literally benched a curl bar when he started with me. A curl bar. Damn. <laughs> now, 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 raw, he's like 235. He weighs 165. He's like 235 raw and a meat with a pause, and he's like 295 in a shirt. He squatted. I kid you not, a year ago, 185. He just hit 405 in a meat, and he Ooh. pulled – a year ago, and this hit 465. Pool, and, and, <laughs> and he's and he's like a lanky kid. He's like a five foot eleven, like arms down to his like knee, past his knees. So I switched him up to sumo. And I mean, you're talking. He put he put. He's like coach. You know, I put like 200 pounds on my total in a year. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I could put two pounds on mine. <laughs> but the kid doesn't miss. So, I mean, we made adjustments and the kid, what you know, whatever, anybody always, that kid who benched the curl bar, you and I both know that 90% of kids would have bailed. Like, I'm not going to yeah. go in that class anymore. I'm all the girl. I mean, I had girls benching 135. And <laughs> <laughs> now I like, that curl bar out. He's like, you're an asshole coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but look what you do for the rest of that kid's life that he overcame that. You can do I, that. You can do anything. All he does is like text and call me. His mom's like, "You should be his dad." <laughs> <laughs> they they actually own this big burger place or whatever. Mm. He's always like, "Come by and eat. It's always free." I'm like, "Dude, I'll be blowing up looking like uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be looking like the old um, um, Vinny Desenzo or whatever." <laughs> The uh, so yeah the uh, I don't know did you have any more questions for me that something nah man that, that, that that's it. just tell 
just tell everybody where they can they can find you and any other info yeah. about about you and what you do or anything. Yeah, but basically, uh, you know, if you want to follow me, I'm on the Instagram. I'm Deppin44. Um, I'm private, so of course you'd have to request. <laughs> um, it's not always bad on there. I usually give out some good information. It's good, it's bad though. Going. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny at times. Um, so um, I'm at Donovan Catholic High School. Um, my email there is mdeppin at donovancatholic.org. Want to shoot an email and, and talk about anything training wise for mm-hmm. some of the people out there that kind of do the same thing. And, um, you know, I guess the other thing is, uh, you know, um, stay well, everybody stay safe and just be passionate and enjoy what you're doing because it don't, it ain't no fun when that, when you lose that, it's no fun. So like I said, I'm 22 years here at this school. Before I came here, I was at, I was at Glen Mills in Pennsylvania, which is, was the Mecca of powerlifting, um, the, uh, I was there for six years, so pretty much almost 30 years I've been in, in kind of in the field, in the business, and, uh, you know, and uh, just a little tidbit here, when we, when, uh, about how I knew Westside work for the first time, Sherrod, was a Mod McDonald, um, a 275-er out of Glen Mills High School when I was there. He probably was doing uh, the West Side program when we came back, probably for about a year. Um, um, this kid went, I want to say, in the mid seven for squat, Enzer Z suit, a blast shirt, 500, and no deadlift suit. Uh, I think he pulled 805 at 275, <laughs> 17 years old. So that made me a believer in uh, kind of the West Side program. (laughs) And he went on to Syracuse on a full ride. And how he got that full ride was, this is a great story real quick. I'm going to give you a short version now. Was head football coach and and Paul Coyne, I think his name was, the center, was in the weight room when the kid went up for his visit. And he was in a suit. And uh, Paul Coyne guy had like about six plates on the bar. And the, he overheard the kid basically was being kind of cocky and, and said, um, yeah, that ain't nothing. And the guy goes, <laughs> he goes, don't be too sure of yourself, kid, or whatever. He goes, uh, he goes, I doubt you could even budge this. And uh, our head football coach who took him up to the took him up for the thing, started laughing. He goes, now nah, he could definitely budget. He goes, well, let's see it. He goes, we got a pair of shorts in the in the back for you. So uh, Pasoloni, Paul Pasoloni, whatever, was the head coach. And he goes, well, go get him some shorts. He kid goes, I don't need any shorts. Took off his suit, his suit, <laughs> uh, his, uh, his jacket, lined up. Went over, squatted down, and ripped it off the floor for five. Paul Pasoloni goes, come in here and sign these papers for his full scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that, was fun, that was a great story, man. But – Really, that's how I saw it work. Um, that's how I saw it work in a basically a, a, a football sense. And then, like I said, all the sports that I do, you know, I just seen, you know, the Olympic girl. I can't stress that enough. That that girl. I mean, one 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 throw away from making the Olympics. And, uh, just so you know, that girl uh, threw, threw sixty one here in high school. Most 
most ever in the, in, in the nation. So, so when people go, well, maybe she was good because she was at UCLA being trained differently. No. No, no. She was no, appreciate that yeah i'm just trying to learn learn every day from people that have been doing it longer than i have and just say what am i doing how can we improve and it's like not being comfortable with what we're doing like not waiting for the five-star kid to work in how can i take a two-star to a five-star you know and and i don't know how you feel but it's like when i take one of these kids sometimes and they're like oh i got invited to this camp because i did this or my numbers did this and the kid i'm be like bro i'd be trying to hold back tears i'd be so proud so like I'd yeah, be chasing that, was, that. When they get signed on with college, that's probably the big thing for me here. When they're when they get that full ride somewhere, or they're going to college, you know, they're getting that phone call from like coaches. That's that's pretty uh, or even their max out, man. For me, like the kids, like you know, really wants to bench those three three plates that you know, and, and they get it, and they're like, "Damn, I got that." And, you know, that's kind of like you know, or the small kid trying to get the two plates. You know, it's the same thing, you know, just the enjoyment of that, knowing that I'm behind it. So, you know, uh, yeah, and same with me. I'm still learning too, man. Once you think you know it all, you won't be shit. And uh, <laughs> I, I, learned that from, I learned that from the old heads, you know, out there. A lot of those guys I speak speak about, and especially Louie, you know, there's there's always room for improvement. There's always room to learn and take a little bit from everybody. You know, if you, if you told me that, you know, you're having success doing this and that. You know, I come out there for the seminar. Like, I'd want to check you out and see what you were doing. You know, uh, back in the day, real quick, when the metal militia, the NAS, uh, the bench pressers, if you know what I'm talking about, they were. They I've were, heard of them, yeah. They were, up, they were coming up with big benches. Well, I got invited out to Nazareth Barbell with a big, um, um, damn, what the hell was his name? Uh, big Mike Miller, Bill Crawford. I mean, these are old heads, and, the, and, the, and, the, and these are guys in the game of learning the shirts with those denim shirts. And I said, <laughs> hell, I'm going to go out there to the seminar, and uh, they invited me. I got on a bus with 20 of my kids, and we went out to a seminar for free. They didn't even charge me. Went out wow. there, kids in their shirts, and um, all this had pizza and Pepsi afterwards. And, uh, <laughs> and if you see me talk about people charging, uh, I kind of got a problem with that because – there's some people that's done a lot in this field that, that, you know, they just like people to come and listen, man. And uh, I've had so many people in my spot, dude, in my in my in my weight room. You know, I've had I've had world class guys in my weight room that have come to say, "Yo, dude, I use that model lift." I'm like, "Yo, I'll come in and have training sessions there." You know, um, probably a lot of people you wouldn't know. Uh, I'm talking like night, you know, late '90s, early 2000s, maybe, but. Um, I'm Tony, trying to do more history. I'm trying Tony, to learn my oh, the big I mean guys are I'm talking about guys that were top five in the power of the USA, bro. Jose Perez, Tony Duman, Nick Lavatino, 
John Bott, this dude Sean Latimer, who's now an arm wrestler. I mean, uh, they've all been to my, they've all been to my facility to to kind of train. Uh, Joe Klecko has been there with his son once. So um, it's been like, uh, you know, people people believe in somebody, they'll, they'll, they'll at least come check you out. And that's me with the strength field. You're always learning. You know, like I said, someone says, they're, yo, I'm having this big success on the, on, the, on the deadlift or a bench. Well, what are you doing differently? That's why I asked you about Louie, what he's doing. And, you know, what, right. what's he doing different down there? I want to know. I want to see if it'll work for me. So that that's – you know, any advice I'm giving is, is, is that, that, you know, always, always network with the right people and, you know, and, and, and learn and, uh, and learn, and learn from, uh, from some good people and don't be scared to travel to yeah. meet people and learn from people or whatever, because if you just stay in your own little, you know, I call it the bird box. If you see on my Instagram, you stay in your little bird box thinking, you know, everything and you, you really not, you really don't know nothing. So, <laughs> yeah. You got to get out there. You got to get out there a little bit. Put yourself out there, and uh, get to meet people. So that's it from me, man. Um, you know, I wish you success. Keep keep doing what you're doing, and um, you know, you'll be fine. Definitely. Yes, you're sir. Definitely. So I'll uh, I'll post and I'll, I'll tag you in it. Uh, okay. Well, you know, I'm gonna tag you in this when I post it, but more so the. Uh, when I post uh, about more information about the date, so people okay. know the exact date, and then uh, you know, the, uh, trying to tag like, okay, who else wants to speak and everything, so I can really organize it, set and sew and everything, because uh, I'm just I'm just trying to make it bigger and bigger every year, so people can keep learning from each other that you know all use this yeah, system with to, different I'm types of guys. Also, I'm trying to host a uh, a thing at the school, and I know. Uh, once I can pinpoint it too, um, come do something too. Uh, uh, cause I know I'm going to have, uh, so far I know guys that will come is going to be, uh, Nate Harvey and Donnie. Donnie said they'll definitely come out. Oh, really? And, yeah. Man, that's dope. So, um, and, um, a couple other guys I know I'm, I'm, I'm working on to come out, but I'm just, with all the shit that's going on again, it just kind of puts a, a kind of puts a, uh, a damper on when you want to, have like a setting like that right now. Yeah. So in my weight room. Just doing my weight room. Have like a and a section with a bunch of guys and stuff and talk conjugate. Kind of like a dark siders group, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I like it. <laughs> so uh yeah, so that's cool. And uh like I said, I, I should be able to make that uh that thing. I just gotta get some arrangements and that that sort of thing and uh be ready to go. Yeah, so I'll probably post mm-hmm. I'll post this this week, but I'll definitely try to probably post one for the seminar this um like probably like September first, something like that. Um so okay. then it's far enough where people can start planning ahead of time. You know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's cool, man. Sounds good to me. All right, brother. Well appreciate right. you coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> All, right. All right. Take Peace. care. Yep. You too.